Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Opinions and Buttholes. Everyone's got one. I'm Jake. I'm Matt. Let's talk about it. You better ask somebody. Hey, welcome to another episode of Opinions and Buttholes. Everyone's got one. I'm your host, Jake. I'm here with my co-host. What's up, everybody? It's Matt. How you doing, Matt? Doing all right. Doing awesome, all right. man. Um, first and foremost, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate for, everybody getting thanks for tuning in. Everyone telling their friends about it and getting everyone listening to it. I feel like we're getting more and more plays now. Because last week we had the best in review and we're about to do one of our sponsors, Liquid Death. Don't drink it unless you want to die. <laughs> Not a sponsor, but uh <laughs> we'll we, take it. Well we would. It is a it is a no. thirst quenching beverage it's murder your thirst that's what it's called liquid death yeah, yeah, yeah. plus it's plus it's death to plastic bottles because oh, they come yeah. in an aluminum can oh that's right because that's better for the environment <laughs> they probably are a little bit but they are because okay. these aluminum cans are 100 percent recyclable oh yeah okay see not a scientist <laughs> most plastic they tell you to recycle and they they shame everybody for not recycling but the companies that make the plastic bottles they make them so they're not recycled you, you can't recycle them from what i heard is the ones they can't like they'll take a bunch out of the garbage and try to recycle them and the ones they can't recycle they put right back yeah you're putting your garbage like places like california's had recycling bins for years and you put all your <clears> plastic <throat> bottles in those but 90% of those are going straight to the landfill because you can't recycle them. Yeah. Even though everybody's shaming you to recycle your plastic. It's like, it's not my fault. Damn the man that invented plastic containers. Well, not really. Cause I need them. I use them. Yeah. They work. They so, work. They you know, work really well. Bless that man. And fuck him too. <laughs> All those petroleum products. I mean, latex came from that. Bless them and fuck them at the same time. <laughs> you know, there's two good things they make out of latex. <laughs> Gloves. And gloves. <laughs> Boobs and condoms. There you go. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was going with that. I was but. thinking rubber gloves and gloves for your <clears throat> dick. But uh, so. but actually, well, it's silicone. Sorry. They don't really do much with... They're they're trying to get away from some of that latex stuff because gloves... So many people are allergic to latex gloves. Oh, my gotta, God. They don't wear them. <laughs> they break out. Well, I mean, if you go to a doctor's office, you you're not... You're don't not. put on the doctor's gloves <laughs> doctor's got to touch you with those gloves <laughs> you're right i know i mean just kidding. if they're there you got a pocket a few they Dude, come in handy raw dog it <laughs> just give me your straight hands <laughs> i can't use you can't use latex on me no the doctor's not gonna do that be like hell no carry around your own pairs of white gloves you just hand to people so they can touch you well oh, <clears> now funny. most now most doctors offices use other stuff <clears throat> those latex yeah. gloves are nice well, they had a couple boxes of them. Every time I'm in a hospital and I see them and I'm in a room and I see them, I want to take a bunch out and put them on just because I don't know why. Just put a bunch of them on. And we were sitting there. Multiple uh, layers. Yesterday, Ethan had surgery on his wrist. Yeah, yeah. And the, they cut his wrist open because he, he had a ganglion cyst in his wrist. So they cut his wrist open and took the cyst out. And then we got the notification that surgery was over. So we went back up to the waiting room he was in. And... uh I, the doctor was there, and he's like, oh, everything went really well, he said, but he had a lot of junk in his wrist. Like, not just the cyst. He had a lot of junk in there. He said, just we took it all debris. out, cleaned it out, and he says, uh, I don't know what he's been doing with his wrist, but tell him to stop. <laughs> <laughs> and you I told, started laughing. You, you told me that, and the first thing the first thing I popped in was what hand? 
Yeah. Why hand? First thing he asked, why hand? And I was like, well. He said his I left. Said, I was like, well, he's not left-handed. I said the same thing to Ethan. He says, who does it with their left hand? <laughs> he's not left-handed. So I was like, well. And then Ethan kept saying it because he was just, he was so high. Oh, I bet that was, I bet that was great. Rolling. Carrie's turning red because she don't want to hear about her son touching <laughs> himself and shit. Oh, my God. It was so funny. Oh, that's uh, awesome. We had a, well, he, did, he did really good, though. You know what? He hasn't taken pain medicine yet. That's, That's good. good. He's a tough kid, man. He That's is. cool. <clears throat> but they did. Uh, you can hang on to those for later. Yeah, there you go. Uh, for sure, right? <laughs> they're they're Percocet. Nice. Yeah, so they're Oxy and Tylenol. Mix. Whoa. So I told I told Gary, he says, well, if you don't use them, I can sell them 20 bucks a pill. I'm like, shit. I'm just kidding. Out, uh, here, out here, don't forget to add the Williston Premium. That's right. For 40 bucks a pill. Yeah. Yeah. Plus tip. Yeah. Yeah. Like 100, I get 120 bucks for this whole bottle. 250 for the whole bottle i ain't going cheap <laughs> just just start starting bid i had percocets when i had my finger cut off and uh i never took any of them i can't do percocet is it percocet i don't like pain medicine i i got my family has a very addictive personality hmm. and i've had two brothers get addicted to vicodin and then now they're on suboxyl which is supposed to wean them off of vicodin but now they're addicted to suboxyl so. shit speaking of addiction i left my vape down this downstairs well god damn it Text Amanda real quick. Tell her to have one of the little mm. fuck trophies to bring up. <laughs> Crotch goblins. <laughs> yeah, one of the little fuck trophies. That's so wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so funny. Though. I've only got four. I must not be doing it right. <laughs> yeah, well, you never know. You got to try. I think you got to wish for them. <laughs> and when you're, when, you're, when you're done wishing for them, you just stop. <clears throat> so anyway, okay. uh, we got a pretty cool episode today that we're going to that we're going to do and i'm excited about it man i've been excited since i asked this gentleman to join us for the episode because yeah. uh uh he, um his name's jacob lone bear and uh just started working with us at ups but he's actually been with ups for a couple years yeah well, uh moved over here from wolf point we'll ask him about that montana right? yeah but uh i wanted to uh just uh well, so that's the introduction. That's about as much as I know about you that I want to say before we ask questions and stuff. And we also have our good friend Josh Thomas with us. Hey, guys. He's How's back again. Yep, back. Guess yeah. who's back? Back <laughs> again. Josh is back. Oh, yeah. Tell, Tell your friends. friends. <laughs> Josh well, is back. Josh is back. Well, uh, welcome, guys. We're in the, hey. we got a couch in our office now. We restocked the fridge. We got the sweet ass neon sign that Josh got us for Christmas, and it says "Opinion and Buttholes." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You notice there's something missing on that. Yeah, it's oh, my yeah. opinion that matters. I guess. <laughs> I think that's why he got it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> but, One opinion, yeah. and everyone else's buttholes. He was kind of upset about it. Yeah, he it was, was kind of worried about showing it to us, but you know, we have this cool sign and. It's a great story, and it was uh, an awesome thought of him to get this for us for Christmas, and we love it. Like, I have nothing bad to say about it, even though there's an S missing. It does not matter to me. No, it's cool. I, it, I, I love it. It took me forever to figure out how to get it to dim because it's bright as hell. It is. <laughs> it is yeah. really bright. Yeah. When we had it on in the kitchen when we first opened it, it was freaking bright. I, had shit. It, I turned the light off, and I had it on with just, just that one yeah yeah that one alone and it was like geez and i was standing right there next to it trying to i'm like all right i gotta like hold it and then as would dim and i'm like okay maybe and i push it again it would turn on full blast and i'm just like oh i'm blind my eyes right <laughs> i'm like oh crap <clears throat> i got the 
see the the switch that's right oh, there on the there side. Oh, there Mounted it to the wall right I there. Hit, yeah. I just hit it all behind the foam. Nice. And I used some of my double-sided tape and I stuck it to the wall there. No, it's pretty cool looking. I like it. Yeah, the it the studio is coming around, man. Yeah. Eventually, we're going to be freaking, what, you want to get some, like, mink carpet? And, <laughs> no. Yeah, you know, some... <laughs> Do it all upright, get a chandelier hanging down and shit. I, I do think I need some lamps though. Like on that on that table that I got, I can put a lamp right there because the I don't know, the, the acoustic paneling just absorbs the light or something. This light just seems really dim. Yeah. Well and there's we two can... there's two bulbs in it, so it's like it's bright. Like when when we recorded in here first with nothing on the walls, it was just fine. Well we can get we can get some more neon signs like one that says Bat Mad. Because <laughs> he'd probably mess that one up too, or uh, we can get uh, parking her <laughs> or no parking her, right? Her. You know, something like that. But no, I love the that. Sign. Would actually be fun. That no parking sign with the get P, it all the lit up neon. The, yeah, the P in the line circle with the line through it. Get a few of those turn them on in here. Probably brighten it up a little bit. Yeah, I, I notice this is putting off some light. So yeah, and that's that's like I think that's the dimmest it'll go. So if yeah. you if you adjust that, it gets bright. Right? No, I remember how bright it was getting. Yeah. So, all right. Let's dive into this a little bit. I'm going to open the floor up to you, Jake. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, uh, how old you are, married, kids, whatever you want to say, man. This is your time right now. Uh, well, anyway, yeah. Um, born born and raised around Wolf, in Wolf Point. Um, raised in Poplar, you know. Um, I would say growing up, on a reservation, it's a lot different for everybody to look in and see. I can know? only imagine, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, like Williston, it's it's the closest Walmart, you know. Yeah. Um, you know the what do they call it? Uh, the middle of nowhere, Glasgow, Montana, is literally the middle of nowhere in the United States because it's the furthest away from any, you know, big city. Really? Yeah. Learn yeah. something new every day. Yeah. Um. You know. I wish I could say a lot of good things about it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, living on the reservation, you know, not everybody um, really got into drinking until, you know, the government started, um, like, supplying commodities to the Native Americans back then because, like, after the 30s, you know, they banned booze and then they brought it back in. Well, now they looked at it as a commodity because when you traveled, you know, you drank whiskey to keep you warm to get you to your next place you know and i think that started a genocide because a lot of natives now you know are dying from alcoholism diabetes um you know it's a lot of our women go missing a lot oh wow yeah that, um, that happens a lot more than people realize yeah i and, can only imagine yeah and there's a there's a movie it's called um where the wildflowers grow, I couldn't watch it because it's it talks it literally brings out missing, murdered indigenous women awareness and you you know a lot of women that have gone missing. Um, yeah, family members, you know. Um, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Olivia Lone Bear, she was missing. I want to say for six or eight months before they found her in the bottom of the lake. Oh wow! Man. Yeah, I'm missing. sorry to hear that. Yeah, um, one of my great friends, <clears throat> um, uncle was coming back from Dickinson, North Dakota on a bus and he never made it home. Um, they found him deceased, you know, and is it, um, now just a question about that. Is it because like 
the uncle is it because he was an alcoholic and wandered off and drank himself to death or was he murdered no he was murdered i mean okay. a lot of people just i don't know what it is everyone thinks native americans don't really have much help for say because everyone's so sovereign you know and we, like state laws and stuff don't really apply on reservations so a lot of um a lot of things are able to be getting away with you know pretty easy wow i wouldn't expect it to be like that yes and like i said growing up you know it was it was tough living you know with alcoholic parents you know because that's all there was to do on the reservation i mean there's more bars and weed dispensaries than grocery stores oh, you wow. know it's very sad to say i mean you know and they they all pretty much sell liquor yeah you know I and i'm trying to quit i'm trying to break a generation cycle you know i've been sober for I want to say one year and three months. Good for you, man. Yes, you know, and it's congratulations. Just, you know, growing up, and I would just a lot of trauma. Well, now uh, you're what twenty four? Twenty four. Yep, twenty four. And uh, you're year. married? No, no, nope. no, not yet. But you do have a daughter. I do have a daughter. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do have another one on the way. Good oh, for you, yes, man. Congratulations. Just, just found out on that. Uh, hoping for a son. You know, looking for someone I could take That'd out, cool. nice. go hunting. You know, and Jacob's a good name. Uh, Jacob Lone Bear the second. Oh, I was oh, gonna say, you think that's a good name, Junior? I'm gonna fish you too. <laughs> if you if you need me, yeah, yeah, I got two <laughs> weddings yeah. under my belt. If you want a third, yeah, he can. <laughs> he can perform weddings. He's <laughs> legal. Yeah. He's ordained. Yeah, I'm ordained. I got you. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, can, we can, can do it. We can do it right here on the show. We're gonna marry you tonight. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, no. Congratulations, man. Yeah, but congrats. on being a father for the second time and for uh being sober for you yeah. know fifteen months, man, that's that's very commendable. Yeah. I Not just, many people can do that. Yeah, I just want to give my kids, you know, what I wish I had when I was a child. You that's know? awesome. Yeah. Man. No, I mean, you know, the oldest of five, you know, I mean I pretty much got it tied down. How old is your youngest sibling? My youngest sibling is sixteen, I wanna say. Uh boy, girl? Uh girl. I've got three three sisters and one brother. Now, are they all experimenting with alcohol, or are they? Um, hope, are you hoping that they take you as an example to not uh, do that? I hope so, but you know, I've had my young times too. You know, we were all young. I mean, yeah, we all oh, party. Sure. Okay, you know, yes. but um, I drank a lot when yeah. I was young. No, but uh, my sister actually fell in with some pretty heavy drugs. You know. Um, oh wow. Yeah, and it's sad to say, you know, especially on the reservation. You know, you got tribal courts are so backed up. You know. Um, the jail is so full right now. There's a, I want to say, 18-page warrant list Holy wow. of people, you know, that escaped and just have heinous crimes, you know. Oh. Um, no, I really wish that <clears throat> instead of, like, building um, more dispensaries and bars, you know, I really wish that they focus more on the treatment of our own people. You know, I, I wish our culture was revived a little bit more. No, well, let, let me ask you this. Do you wish um, that instead of having a reservation that has its own law and standards would you rather your culture still be alive through the people and just get rid of the reservations and be part of the states um no because the reservation is our land you know i mean gotcha if yeah just like the state park in minnesota is giving back some land to the reservations there That's you good. know i mean it's just it's it's a lot better to know that something is ours and it always will be. Okay. You know. Is that like over by Missoula State Park? What do you which state park um, is that? Minnesota. Minnesota. Somewhere in oh. Minnesota. Um oh. I just read a post on it. They 
gave it back to the tribes a certain amount of acres. In oh, that's way. cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, like, I, I really wish people got to know a little bit more into their culture instead of, you know, messing around and looking up to people who just aren't the greatest. You know, people get out of prison, people get out of jail, you know, they think they're yeah. all this, all that, you know, and they go and they end up ruining their lives, you know, so I want to try to set the example, you know, get up, work, you know, our people never used to be like this. You know, we had a very, we had our own way of doing things, you know, back in the day and stuff. And right. I really wish that was brought back more, you know, um, <clears throat> I think a lot of the residential schools back then took a toll on everything. You know, nobody, everybody wants a colonized mindset, but everybody wants a native mindset as well, you right. know, and then you, it's just a hash between people all the time, you know, because it's definitely a mixture of its own people. There's all kinds. I mean, I've met people here in Williston are like, oh, I've stopped in Poplar, you know, you don't want to stop there. I'm like, no, you don't want to stop in Wolf Point, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, Wolf Point is um, way rougher than Poplar. You know, that's what I heard. Um, I used to work in the oil field, yeah. uh, doing above ground completion. And even over by Mandaree or over by Newtown, yeah. when I'd be late at night or something, they're like, hey, if you gotta stop and sleep, you go onto a well site, don't stop and sleep anywhere because Native Americans, if they see you out there, they'll hurt you because you're white. And I'm like, well, I, I'm not trying to hurt anybody. It's just, it's this history of violence that has happened between the native people and the white man yeah. that has created hostility in everybody. Hmm. And it's just, I was never taught to hate anybody. That's just the way I was brought up. I don't hate anybody. I hate people that treat people like shit. Them are the people that I hate. I think you should always be kind to everybody. Like what's that, what's that quote we always say that we've said the last two or three months? Everyone you meet is what is it? Something dealing with battles. Dealing, you don't yeah. see. Everyone yeah. you meet's fighting a battle fighting you know battle. nothing about. Yeah. So, so just be so kind. kind. Yeah, that's really crazy because <clears throat> I did some plumbing work over in Wolf Point at the Albertsons there. Yeah. And I changed the water heater. I didn't really, I guess I'm just like dumb because I didn't really get a like kind of like scary vibe from that. Everyone was like nice. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I guess that's just me. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it must have been just. Uh, I saw a lot of people like walking around and stuff, you know. That might yeah. be one thing too, though. Just like chilling. You were over there fixing something that is needed. Yeah. So they're not going to mess with you. But yeah. a guy in the oil field that's going over there to drill a hole in their land and yeah. then take the mineral rights for someone else and give that money back to someone else, I can see that natives would be pissed about that. Yeah. You know, because, you're one, you're destroying their land, and, two, they're not getting any benefit off it other than the people that stop at the grocery store or fast food or whatever to help that economy a little bit, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I get, I get where it's coming from. As far as that happens, I just wish there wasn't so much bad blood between, you know, your people and there's our people. The, yeah. there's one under the I want to enjoy this country. Yeah. I don't want to be scared to go somewhere because of my skin color. Yeah. I didn't do anything. Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, some of that needs to be squashed because you, yeah. know, you obviously didn't do it. You know, maybe your ancestors, maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe they might not even have know. been here when yeah. it happened. I mean, people are just so... And, you know, just negative about everything all the that, time. That's a big problem you know? with the world today too, though, is they put a lot of they put a lot of emphasis just on race. That's it. If you're white, you're part of that group that did all this bad shit. And if you're brown, 
you're part of this group that hates this group or does this group or um, has their own society or, you know, traditions and stuff that that they might hate another group. And yeah. if you're Native American, you're taught to hate the white people that take the land and all this shit. Like, I didn't do that. Yeah. You know, and, and I've never had any beef. I've met several Native American people. Uh, when I served in the military, I served with three or four of them, you know, and they were good friends of mine. I, they were just good people. And we got along and I told them jokes, like the joke I told you last week, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, jokes are jokes to me, man. I, I mean, I harbor no hatred. I, I just think stuff's funny, you. you know, and I say some dumb shit, but, uh, they're just jokes to me. Yeah. I don't feel that way, but I know growing up, like, you know, the, the big, uh, stereotype that was always brought up around me as far as native Americans go was, oh, well, he's going to get his fire water. And, you know, it's like, so the man wants to have a drink. Mm. Leave him alone, you know? Yeah. That's how I felt about it. I'm like, I, I, why? But then I call it fire water because I'm like, I'm going to go drink some fire water, man. Because that Oak and Eden we got, that shit that, fucking burns that's like a fire motherfucker. Water. Is that 116 proof? Something like that. Something fire like water, that? man. That shit will burn you. You guys ever seen yeah. Sausage Party? It's the actual fire. I've never the, seen it. Is the, that the one with Seth Rogen? Oh, that's, yeah. yeah, that's the, yeah, that's the R-rated, yeah, R-rated yeah. cartoon. So the funny thing, the fire water is actually a Native American right, right. actor. It was kind of funny, you know, because it's <laughs> the way he said things and just the way they did things. You know, right. And, yeah. Now, uh, what what um what tribe are you? Um, so it's mixed. It's Assiniboine and Sioux, um, which is Lakota, Nakota people. Okay. Um, so like Sioux is more of a derogatory term. I know some people are like, "Oh, I didn't I had no idea." You know, I I really had no idea myself. Really? Yes. But um, I am more Lakota, <coughs> um, which is Sioux. Um, yeah, my dad is Assiniboine. Uh, my dad's grandpa, which is his mom's dad was actually the last chief on a reservation chief bluebird before oh, wow. before they started implementing like chairman and like you building know, a committee yeah building a committee before right. he was one of the last chiefs oh, within cool. the tribe yeah so that's pretty cool so why is um so why is the word sue so derogatory yeah i'm not sure but it was just more of a <clears throat> a white man's term for us back in the day like that was I've, never a name of a tribe. No, no, that never. We never called ourselves the Sioux. The, the white men fighting them just called them Sioux. Yeah, just called us Sioux when we were actually called the uh, Dakota. Johnny Cash did that too. Didn't his dad name him Sioux? <laughs> the boy, boy named Sioux. Name Sioux. Different Sioux. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, just trying to throw a joke in there. Yeah, yeah that no, was funny. That was what was S U E. Yeah, S U E Sioux. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but they. I mean, they got the fighting Sioux. Yeah, and you know, I the way I took it is I I couldn't imagine it would have been native americans complaining about that name do you think it was do you think it was that or do you think no. it's just white people that are all up in arms about things being politically correct and they shouldn't put an indian uh head on the front of a jersey because they think it's offensive to native americans no no i thought redskins was more offensive to native americans than that fighting would sioux, be yeah you know than fighting sioux now the chicago blackhawks aren't offensive at all because that was an actual tribe right um i believe so the blackhawks i think so no, i'm not sure i'm not positive no. not a hat rack my friend <laughs> or it's just a hat rack my friend yeah yeah no this thing don't do much for me other than hold a hat on it i'm not a smart man yeah especially when it comes to this that's why i wanted to have you on here so we could ask you questions and maybe learn some history of the native american culture and you know if anyone listens to this or whoever listens to this can gain knowledge from it too 
And maybe this is the starting point in history to change the uh, the the relationship between Native Americans and society. Yeah, you know, th this could That's be good. the stepping stone right now. In, in twenty years, they might say it all changed that. One day we listened to opinions and buttholes, and uh, they had Jacob Lone Bear on there. They were talking about bridge, the bridge the gap. We, they bridged the gap, and we give them all the credit. And you know that that would be awesome. It's yeah. probably not going to happen because this has probably been discussed several times before. But yeah. hopefully, you know, you trying to, you know, explain this to us, and for us to try to understand it, and, and hopefully we all get in the same headspace. Even if the people at UPS or the people in North Dakota that listen to us they might get a little bit off it and even if it helps a little bit here that's still a that's a step in the right direction yeah, yeah. definitely know? like with your personal experience too i mean it would give like a good perspective anyway <clears throat> yeah and anybody at our center that listens to us you know uh they'll know more about you too and you know interactions can change can be better because of it and stuff you know and Everyone that works at our center is pretty open-minded, though. Yeah. They're all pretty good people. We have yeah. a pretty good crew there. There's only a couple people there that I don't like. We've discussed that before. Yeah. But <laughs> there's a few people there that I just can't get along there's with. There's another me, you know? There's there, no more Joshes. There is another me. No, that's the only Josh. <laughs> and there's only one Matt. But now there's two Jacobs. Yeah. We're going to have to fight over it, dude, because I've been the only Jake for 12 years. Jake. But I do like both Matts, just saying. Matt Smith, Matt Smith's a good guy. Matt Smith's my boy. He's a good dude. I think yeah. more people call me Chimima than Matt. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I prefer that. Actually, I'm okay with that. The other day I walked in the office and Fanny was sitting there with Alex. I said, where's Matt at? She goes, which one? I said, Who, why would I ask about Matt Smith? I said, Matt Chimima. She goes, oh, I call everyone by their last names. I said, what's my last name, Fanny? She goes, well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yes, you my last name's Dick. No one's yeah, just gonna walk does. around. What up, Dick? She knows Silly your last girl. name. I got called Dick for seven years in the army. I don't need to be fucking called Dick no more. My <laughs> name's Jake. It Call did, me Jake. It did flip me backwards when everyone was calling me Thomas there, though. I was like, this is like the military. Everyone's just calling it's, me my it's last weird. name. It's yeah. like, what the heck? It, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's weird, but I think Chimima just rolls off the lips. I don't know. Even when, even when I called the center and whoever answers, I say, hey, it's Chimima. Yeah. yeah. I need this or I got a flat tire or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Same. same. <laughs> my trucks broke down. I was, I was just telling my last name. Why else would you call? <laughs> like, I have no reason to talk to them people other than I, mean, I need their help. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, we got a good crew there right now. Yeah. So, uh, I think we should hear more about, more about your, your nation's history. What all, what all do you know about? That's what I was going to get about at. them. Like, um, where, where's their tradition? Like their land? What type of people are they? Are they traveling? Did they were they uh, nomads? Were they no? So a lot of the herds. So a lot of our tribes before they started putting reservations together back then. Um, a lot of our tribal people are from Canada. Okay. Um, actually, Williston and around like Fort Union down that way all yep. used to be Assiniboine land. All of this used to be Assiniboine. 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 Yes, Assiniboine, okay. which is, I think it translates to Stone Sioux, which is more of a lighter colored person okay more you know a, a lighter native yeah gotcha yeah because you know the sun is always different yeah out here, different. Out here there's not a whole lot like yeah. uh because we've talked about it a little bit because my my dad well my, he's my stepdad but the, guy, the one who raised me the only dad that i really know he's he's hopey yeah so and they're a darker skin because they're in arizona they, yeah they built houses like carved them in the 
the, oh, they the built houses, some stuff Adobe like that. houses because they live in the mesas in Arizona. So they didn't like. I know a lot of them would follow the herds and and do like the plains is totally different different than than them. So they were out in the out in the desert heat all the time. And yeah. their their reservation where they are is they is where they were. They never moved. Yeah. So I think that's where um, ours was too, because there's a couple clans up there, like yeah, around like the Popper River and you know stuff like that. Um, you know. Like in school, they have always just told us, you know, we've always been here. You know, we don't really have a set place. You know, this land is always going to be ours. It was humans belong to Earth. Earth doesn't belong to humans. Mm -hmm. You know, we're here to help take care of it. You know, I that's, think that's I think that's fairly universal. Yeah, I think that's the hope we stand for everybody. Though. Yeah, the hope we yeah. have a lot of that, a lot of that as well. <clears throat> yeah, and um, you know, I like in school, you know, they taught us a lot, like you know how to set up a teepee. You know, they took they now they take kids out to the buffalo ranch, you know, and they shoot a buffalo, you know, they show all the kids, you know, what every piece you use, you know, every, not, nothing goes to waste. That's awesome. Pretty much, you know, um, let's see. What do you do with all the, like, uh, I guess the stuff that you say nothing goes to waste, like, what do the kids do with it? Do they take it home? Or? Um, you can, well, you can use, um like the stomach for like a water bag yeah you could use it for transferring stuff you can, you can use the bones to make like regalia you know you could use the bones to make like utensils and you, you can know. make weapons with them yeah, too yeah. yeah you can make yeah. all kinds of weapons with them too you, you know you could use the hooves you could use the horns you know right you, know, um, you make uh clothing out of the skin yeah you know i yeah. mean a lot of natives back then too they <clears throat> definitely make a lot of scary things you know especially when you're hopping through the weeds and you know, oh, sneak, sneaking up on other tribes, you know, because there's always other little camps that were placed all over. That That's um not not to cut you off too much, but I just wanted to throw this in there. That's one thing that always uh, kind of didn't sit well with me is that the U.S. Army was pushing to get rid of natives off certain land that they wanted. And there was big battles between the natives and the U.S. Army and cowboys and stuff, you know. But there was also groups of natives that would demolish other groups of natives because yeah. they wanted their land too. Yeah. So it's always been a fight for everybody yeah. in that culture. Yeah. Actually, you know, I really believe that no land really belongs to nobody. Right. You like know, you said. Pretty yeah. much, you know, humans belong to earth. And, right. You know, and it's, I just, oh, sorry, I'm having a little uh, brain farts there. No, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I, I I totally get what you're saying. I wish the world would adopt that policy more. Yeah, and I really wish uh, a lot of people looked up to Native Americans a little bit. That way, you know, they can learn a thing or two from us. You know, we've oh, been I got here. a lot of I got a lot of admiration for anybody that has past culture like that. Yeah. You know, I mean, could you imagine surviving right now, like outside in a, in a in a teepee that's just made out of buffalo skin? Shit, you no. know, I mean, that's just poles that's put crazy. up. You yeah, know? poles. Stretched buffalo hide stretched on it. Yeah. Yeah. And all you got to keep you warm is a little bit of fire. Yeah. But, you know, like it's it's been happening for thousands of years. I wonder if that, that way, you know. I wonder if that homeless guy over by a family doll or whatever out there on, is. Uh, I heard about that. Yeah. He, yeah. I wonder Carrie if he's talking about that. <laughs> we can ask him how it is being yeah. out Let's there. Let's all put together and get him a hotel room. Yeah. He, if A uh, bunch of people have tried to help him and he, he doesn't want any help. Huh. Oh, well. It's kind of crazy. The cops have stopped a couple times, and they're, yeah, I don't know. Dang. That, that's a sad thing too. You know, 
like you guys have a homeless problem here kind of you know i mean it's a really big problem on the reservation especially with young children you know who are like 17 16 they don't know what the fuck they're doing they think they're grown you know and right it really it's just a lot of neglected kids you know and stuff and is that what that movie, is that what that show uh, Reservation Dogs is a lot about? Like uh, it's kind of like that, you know. I mean, there's always like kids trying to play gangster and you that know, that show. And that and me that. and you were talking about yeah. that show. Man. Yeah, that show cracks me up. No, that's a I've good. Heard that. I've heard William of that. William Knife Man. Yeah. Oh my god, that dude's so funny. Yeah, I was telling my girlfriend about that yesterday, and she was like, "You know, you kind of do." I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> I told yeah. him like William yeah. Knife Man." You have yeah. to you have to see. He has some old YouTube videos. Oh yeah, you know they're pretty funny. He's teaching this guy how to sing and he's like you know you can't you don't do it that way yeah. that's that's not how we do things here and he's like <laughs> sticking the drumstick in the dude's mouth and he's like don't be doing it like that you're making it gay now <laughs> yeah, it's pretty Dude, so it's funny. Funny. <laughs> yeah that's the thing too you know natives like to joke a lot yeah you know they always teasing yeah, i mean sometimes you know i do act serious to people but it's just because i want to tease them and see if they actually well i think a lot of people always uh you know just the the stories because there is some Native Americans that, like, in history were really peaceful people. And then there's some that were savages, you know, that they, yeah. would, they would just murder groups of people for, for whatever reason, whether it was spiritual or uh, for their Ter- tribe territorial. or territorial. Yeah. But some of them just didn't give a fuck. They'd kill anybody, and it never mattered to them. And the stories that we grow up hearing about Native American culture um, – kind of just th- that's the stuff you hear about i don't yeah. even know where the fuck i was going with that <laughs> we were talking what were we talking about i don't know where you were going i don't know where i was what were you what were you saying oh about being uh jokesters oh yeah, 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 yeah trickster yeah, yeah. like yeah. to tease people and, and you know all the stories we hear about that and that's what we perceive as native american culture yeah but you, you just gotta you know i was a quick learner when it came to just everybody's we're, we're all fucking humans we have to live on this rock together mm-hmm. we either get along or we're going to fail and we have to get along and they're your people like i can't believe that a lot of society can't understand that even back in the day it's not like it's not like you know you beat a dog with a with a rolled up newspaper when it's being bad you know growing when i was growing up that's what you did now you know you'd be animal abuse if you <laughs> smack it on the nose <laughs> yeah. 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 That's yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> that's what I was saying. But I, got, I mean, I got dogs here. They probably try to arrest me. I yeah. laugh in their face. <laughs> right. I know, but I mean, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like a lot of people are really sensitive about that stuff. But, uh, you know, the, the U.S. military that was trying to take all that land treated Native Americans like they weren't nothing. Yeah. And it really, that upsets me. I don't know why that that's really upsetting to me because we're we're all people, man. Yeah. It's crazy because they put bounties up for that. Did you know scalping never was a Native American thing? Mm-mm. It wasn't. No, oh, wow. It was with what the Caucasians did. You know, I mean, you can get a hundred dollars for a brave scalp, which is a man. I didn't know. You that. can get a fifty dollars for a woman's scalp. No. Twenty five dollars for a young person. That's so messed up. They had man. bounties yeah. on them. I mean, like you're saying, the army they had orders. They had orders to move them. If they didn't want to move, they they had free reign to shoot whoever. Yeah, and not only yeah. that, but they sent smallpox blankets yeah, on I our residence. Actually, that. in Fort Peck, about I want to say 60, 50 miles north, there's actually a forbidden cave that's actually enclosed 
by the Fort Peck um, fishing game, you can't go there because a lot of skeletons are there with uh, smallpox blankets just stuffed in a cave up there. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. They, hand, they would hand out blankets. They would bring, yeah, well, bring I, in I've a heard convoy, about that part. Bring in a little caravan, try and pose in as like, like uh, I don't know, peace offerings and giving yeah. out supplies. And they gave them lot they gave a lot of them blankets with smallpox and and i mean it's knowingly or just gave them blankets knowingly knowingly did that and then not only that but like alcohol too you know i mean natives never knew alcohol we never actually did substance besides peyote peyote yeah you know and i mean but that was all with the reason yeah that was always specific that was spiritual yeah spiritual yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. but it's it's virtually the same thing you know because it's how you kill the indian you know you drink him to death yeah, it's sad, man. <clears throat> yeah, I don't, the, I don't smallpox, like that. the smallpox, smallpox devastated them so horribly because they, it wasn't a disease that was around. Like they right. had, so they they had no immunities. It was just, recru- I mean, they created a pandemic, and I mean, because they had no antibodies, they had no their immune systems didn't know what that was. Yeah, right. And it just went rampant and just killed a lot of people. That's one of the big things when they talk about the colonials landing at Plymouth Rock and stuff and the first pilgrims and Thanksgiving and all that is like they brought all that disease with them because Europe was just ravaged with it. And then they brought it over to a pure place that now that you guys got to deal with all these diseases and shit. Yeah. I mean, there's still people that talk about it. I mean, like my grandma back then, you know, you go oh, to, sure. she's like, don't go to white people's house. White people are dirty. They bring all the disease, you know, it's like, Literally, that it explains itself. You know, I'm not trying to be racist or anything. No, but, no, I, mean, I, I get it. You know, like in the UK back then, like dumping their shit out on the sidewalk for everybody to walk on. You know, I mean, imagine all the diseases that would come from that. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah, us, we were was definitely clean. Yeah, you know, I mean, like yeah. the only people really, you know, to like bathe and stuff back then. Uh, what I was going to ask you too, when we were talking about your uh, uncle uh, being murdered down. Be- between Dickinson and Wolf Point. Yeah. Um, you were saying that uh, young kids go missing on the res all the time. Yeah. And most of the time, they're not really missing. They're just running away, just, you know, p- basically just pissing their life away, drinking and so it's doing not like- drugs. But, I mean, occasionally there is some kids that do get trafficked, you know, that do get moved. And um, mm-hmm. I do say that a lot of natives are very observant of people who come onto the reservation like i believe that. i mean you get an african african-american male coming in you know everybody's going to be like oh look you know there's an african-american here or you know there's a lot of white people moving through at the gas station like they will post all this stuff you know really? they're, just, they're just so scared of it because you ever watched the movie wind river i've heard of it i've no? never watched it so it was everybody got scared around poplar because they started to put man camps around you know and i mean a lot of sketchy people live in man camps oh yeah for sure and um yeah this movie they were in town williston for years yeah fucking monsters they shut them down for a reason yeah Yeah. they moved them out of town yeah so that movie is based on the wind river reservation in wyoming and this girl had a boyfriend that was working in the oil field you know and um all these men showed up you know probably haven't had any action for weeks you know they see a vulnerable native american they know nothing's going to happen to them you know you leave the reservation the reservation can't do nothing because it's on state land now you know pretty much yeah. um yeah anyway so the movie you know um the guy brings her back to the man camp you know sharing trailers and stuff like that and all the all the buddies come home drunk you know after a night out or whatever and 
catch them sleeping together, you know, and they're like, oh, well, let's get some fun. And everyone's like, no, we're just going to leave. We're going to head out. So they beat up their coworker like bad, like beat him up where he couldn't move, you know, and concussion and all that. But, uh, yeah, they tried to rape this girl and ran out, you know, like right now, negative 50, you know, barefoot, trying to get away, running in the mountains, you know, and they found her like that. Now that's why that's why they're trying to ban you know all this stuff like even i've heard stories too of like missionaries like from utah you know because that's where a lot of polygamy comes from and stuff you know and everyone's scared about that because it's oh everyone's trying to get like their cousins to come with them you know and do weird things together which why there was um something for the board for you know being with family members and stuff like that you know yeah, yeah. And, and really they're just trying to ban all the <clears throat> A lot of things that are like coming down, I guess. Yeah. I'm not really sure how to word it. but No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Um, you know, it's scary. Yeah. You know, knowing you can either be a man or a woman, you can go missing just like that. You know, I mean, you can just be a statistic and just never be found. Um, well, here, here's, another, here's another question for you. Um, do you feel scared being... I mean, right now you're sitting in a room with two white guys and an Asian guy. Does that make you feel a little edgy? No, I no, I I feel safe. You know, I just I feel a little edgy around people who are like obviously racist. You know, even if it doesn't mean like against me, but like black people that you know you drop the n word and stuff. I I feel a little unsafe. You know, because yeah, I don't like being. I I hate that word. Yeah. And you'd be surprised how many people up on my route say that word. Yeah. And I just walk away from them. Yeah. Like, I can't believe you just said that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hate that word. There's a small little company here. It's uh, Unless like, I'm rapping a rap song, then yeah. I'll say it because I'm rapping with the song. But <laughs> Only alone in your car. Only alone in my car. <laughs> yeah. No one around. <laughs> yeah. That don't make me racist. That just makes me good at remembering lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's all. I like that music. Yeah. No, it's just more of the race people, you know, like, oh, you're Indian or whatever, you know. I'm, I, I really don't like when white people say they're native, you know, gotcha. but they're actually not because I, I guarantee you 95% of the time I meet a white person, I tell them I'm Native American. 95% of the time the answer is going to be I am Cherokee. You is know? what they will say? <laughs> yeah. Every white person I've met. You know, my grandma was a Cherokee princess. Yeah, Cherokee. What's yeah. the other one? Or Choctaw? Yeah, or Choctaw. I hear that a lot. Yeah. I hear that a lot. Yeah. And, um, That's a Tim McGraw song. <laughs> yeah. And I think they actually did a survey on that. You know, there's a lot more people that claim to be Native American that are probably actually not. I'm high and I really, And I really wish white people would stop that because... Um, it takes away from your culture. It does. Yeah. It, you yeah. know, and it's... When they do it, it's like they're not really respecting... Like, at the white people powwows I've seen on Facebook, you know, I feel kind of offended by it because... Right. It takes a lot of meaning to go out there and dance. It takes a lot of meaning to go out there and hit that drum and sing those words, you know? No, I was listening to a podcast, um, one of me and Matt's favorite ones that we listened to, Armchair Expert, with uh, uh, Dak Shepard and yeah. his friend Monica. Yeah. And... Uh, they were saying on there, I can't remember what episode it was, that you, they're trying to cancel the word powwow. Like, you can't say the words powwow no more. No, no. For, like, a meeting. No, no, no. They say really. it's offensive to Native Americans. No, I don't think so. It's more of a celebration word, I think. So I That's mean, what I would Because when I hear the word powwow, I'm like, oh, my gosh, he has food. Yeah. You know, yeah, a right. lot of. So, have you, ever been, have you ever been to one? 
no, no. You no, never no. have been? Oh, I have to take to you one. this summer. We gotta, I would love to go. I'd have to take you because I think my daughter's going to dance. and I think Can we I'm, drink at it? No. Damn it. No, this is all sobriety thing because this is where you're... You need to be at your what dances, spiritual What dances is your, is your daughter doing? Uh, no, jingle. Jingle? My sister jingle. used to do jingle. Yeah. yeah That's cool. Then, Listen, dude, I would be honored to go with you, though. Yeah. yeah just to be, in, it's just, such, it's just such to be part of that culture. And being able to be there with somebody that is from the culture, yeah. somebody that can bring me in and introduce me as, look, this dude's cool. He's not yeah. a bad guy. He's not a racist guy. He loves people. Yeah. And especially mm-hmm. veterans. You know, a lot of Native Americans, especially yeah, if you're yeah. a veteran, you know, and you talk to some of those old people you know they're like oh you served like maybe you've served some people you know from my reservation but they really think honorably of that especially if you're coming here to be like oh i served with some natives you know right and no we, I, dude i would be honored to go yeah. with you no it's beautiful i mean especially when they have like veteran specials it's like the most american thing you've ever seen i mean it's beautiful be cool, i mean just being there and hearing the drum and hearing the bells i mean it just like does something you know it's like it does yeah. it does yeah because you, you could bring the three of us with you. Yeah. We'll do a podcast afterwards. Yeah. There was a, there was a, I'm just kidding. There was someone from Mexico and they do like powwows down there, which is like virtually the same thing. He right. come up here and he was like, yeah, no, we got the same feeling. You know, we almost danced the same. Wow. Um, their, like, their regalia is a little bit different because yeah. a lot of them are Aztec. Like I have a, um, I used to, when I, when, we, when I lived on Camp Pendleton out there, I, I knew a kid, his name is Raymond. And uh, his his whole family, they're all from Mexico, but they're all like they can tie it back to like the Aztecs. And uh, they brought me to one of theirs, and I'm like, man, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, yeah. this is like this is just like a powwow. I mean, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's all the same. I mean, even like in other countries, you know, like in India, how they do those little things on the street, it's almost the same thing. You know, um, I think it's a culture that's just tied like secretly to the world. In some places, you know, some people get it, some people don't. Well, that's cool, you know, man. but it, it's beautiful. I mean, just being there in person, I, if you like, I can show you some videos, you know, that, yeah, I, dude, that I've watched, you know, and whenever, yeah, whenever. But, um, I really want to take you in the summertime because it's, it's beautiful. I'd be honored you know, to, know, to, to see the ground entry, to see what an Eagle staff is made of. You know, where we're going to take you in the summertime. We're going to take the, you're going to go out fishing with us. Go out fishing. <laughs> yeah. It's fishing. fun. Yeah. One thing I want to take you guys to is uh, the wild horse stampede Wolf Point it's the biggest wild horse stampede in the state that'd be cool you know it's just a bunch of wild horses and all these people you know you get native teams you get cowboys and all you got all you gotta do is invite us yeah it's it's like a classic cowboys and indians thing you know i mean see who tries to get on the horse you know quicker without getting bucked off it's fun oh shit you know yeah (laughs) they're doing it on wild horses yeah on wild horses that's crazy yeah horses that are not now that that team here's here's a question for you about the uh powwow and stuff Mm -hmm. um should we dress a certain way? No, um, to show up how you would. I mean, unless you're dancing, obviously regalia, right, 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 right. you know. Well, but like, no, um, dress however you like. And this is open to the public. Like anybody yeah, can show anybody up. Anybody can it. show up. Anybody can show up. That's the thing, you know. Really, um, anybody from anywhere can dance, and you know, you can sing. That's cool. Man. Yeah, it's a lot of great things. I mean, is um, it like a business casual or just? Casual. casual it don't matter casual, casual. i mean yeah they're all they're all pretty casual yeah you, okay. know, you got some people that show up in like sweats and sweaters not, <laughs> you know yeah. not, not to sound <laughs> disrespectful but can i wear a banana hammock you could yeah if you want oh shit walking like borat yeah, <laughs> yeah a big yellow banana hammock <laughs> i don't know about that one yeah. no, that'd be messed up, man. a couple summers a few summers ago it's actually more than a couple it was a few summers ago i was uh, out in mandaree 
I was doing out deliveries out there and I drove by their, their, uh, their fairgrounds where they had, they were, and they were full on setup. And I'm like, Oh <laughs> man. Yeah. Like this takes me back to being a kid and running around. Cause like, like I said, my dad, he's or my stepdad's he's native. We used to go to all kinds of stuff. We used to go all over cause my sister used to compete in jingle yeah. also. And we, we would be there. My mom would set up a booth or we'd go like my grandmother would always have a booth doing stuff. My yeah. grandmother had, and when we lived in Oregon, she had the big, the biggest fry bread stand. She had the, the one in the, the main one that yeah. everybody went to. She had the biggest, she was always just, she had fryers going, everything going and just pumping <clears> out <throat> just hundreds and hundreds of fry bread yeah. all day. Bet all you, uh, bet you my grandma's fry bread was better though. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, looks like we're about to have a cook off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never, I never learned. I didn't learn how to, how to make it. Yeah. I just so. learned how to make it. My girlfriend taught me, you know, now I got it locked in. I can yeah. make fry bread anytime. Shit. You're going to have to bring it over I next time dude, you're here. Man. Dude, next time you come over, Indian tacos. Yes. I, mean, I don't know dude. if you guys ever had an Indian taco before, but. Oh man, so freaking good! I've had, oh, yeah. I've had the white man's version. <laughs> it's like a like a Mexican pizza kind of. <laughs> I've never had an Indian taco made by a Native American. Like I feel weird calling it an Indian taco. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's fine. Everybody so calls good. it an Indian taco. You okay. know, okay. that's gotta um, be one of my favorite things to yeah. eat. They are good. You just yeah. pile on, just pile on so yeah. much. They used to make them. They they used to make them at the fair. My girlfriend uh, Bethany, she knows the gal that owns that one she they're from Plentywood. they do the indian taco stands yeah. so good yeah that's good but food, i don't man. know if it's like traditional like yeah. jake was saying well, no, let, well let, let me ask you this speaking of food um what is like a traditional um cultural food for you guys growing up on the res uh venison venison that was the biggest one venison um another one people would always joke about it a lot but during sun dances are hard times when you could come around food dog yeah really yeah it happens yeah. yeah it does happen you know um a lot of people do say puppy soup it tastes good you know um i, I don't know if i want to try that but <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, I believe you yeah i don't know if i want to try that i might, yeah. I might pass on that one. yeah i'd pass yeah. on that one. venison um bison. Ask me if i wanted some pussy fucking <laughs> 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 i'm all in let's go yeah uh bison <laughs> buffalo is really good you know oh dude i love bison yeah yes bison yeah. very burgers. good yeah. uh i believe i've told you this before like i've shot six things in my life yeah five i don't talk about because i have nightmares yeah but one uh the only animal i've ever shot was a buffalo yeah over near deer lodge montana a guy had a buffalo ranch over there it wasn't a clean hunt it wasn't like i stalked it it was in a field and they just the guys that bought it was my ex-father-in-law, who's passed away now, and uh, his friend Daryl Ward, who's passed away now. And uh, they went half and half on a buffalo so I could shoot it before I went to Iraq because I'd never killed anything. Yeah. And I was going to war. And I shot it with a, a 50 cal black powdered musket and hit it about the fourth vertebrae and it dropped. And all the other ones come up nudging it and licking it. And I felt so fucking bad. Yeah. Man. I don't want to kill shit. But... I can imagine growing up in a culture where the history of your culture is you guys hunted, you guys ate yeah. off the land. Yeah. Could you imagine hunting one of those with just arrows? Yeah. Jesus arrows. <laughs> you know, an I mean, animal I'm that surprised big? I dropped it with a 50 cal black powder musket Yeah, it, on the, with one shot. I thought it would take two at least. Yeah. 
I couldn't imagine being trampled or like, have you seen the videos of those people in like South Dakota and Yellowstone? Oh my God. Really so close to the bottom. Like, oh, Dumb, why? Like so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, just yeah. try and take a pic, get a selfie, just inching closer. Uh, yeah. like you're, you're walking next to a wild animal. <laughs> it's like the people trying to sneak up on a, on a calf moose. Yeah. With the moms, like, right. You can see her in the trees back there and they're walking up on a calf moose. Yeah. Uh, no. They will mess you just up. Just don't care. Because moose run 35 miles an hour and they weigh 1,200 pounds. I mean, they will stomp your ass to death. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they're, and they're, they're aggressive. Blind. They're aggressive. Yeah. So they just chase shadows and yeah. they'll just stomp the fuck out of a shadow. Yeah. I, I mean, you don't even have to do anything to it. You know, you just, yeah. you just be looking at it. And, you know, they're just yeah. like, what you looking at, motherfucker? Yeah. What? And they're, <laughs> and, they're, <laughs> and they're walking around freaking seven, eight feet tall. Yeah. People geez. don't realize how big they are. They are majestic creatures, though, just like buffalo. They are yeah. majestic creatures. Yeah. It's, but, uh, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, um, the coolest thing people talk about is the white buffalo, you know, because there's albino ones. Have you ever seen a white buffalo? I haven't, but I've heard stories that they, um, but they bring super rare. Yeah, they bring great things. Yeah, that would be really cool to see one. I've yeah. seen, I've seen, well, I've seen pictures of an albino moose because every, every, everything, every living Can't thing has have. albinos. It in happens. It. Yeah. It yeah. Just, they, they have no pigment. Right. So I've seen pictures of albino deer and albino moose, and but I've never I've never even seen a picture of an of an albino buffalo. Yeah, I think there's one actually in Yellowstone that's roaming around somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that they have in Yellowstone. That'd be pretty cool yeah. to see, man. Yeah, no, that would actually be pretty cool. That'd be cool to see one. Yeah, that'd be really interesting. So you guys eat a lot of uh, now gr growing up, you know, uh, was like your your family members your grandma grandpa and stuff like that did they have like old antique uh weapons and pottery and stuff made out of antlers and bones um, and stuff like it, that if it was you were never to touch it because you could put medicine on on those types okay. of things you know because spirits follow you spirits attach you know what i mean okay okay especially on something like that but i've have i've seen you know spears um arrowheads hatchets okay like hammers made out of rocks you know um, right a lot of regalia a lot of i see mainly a lot of like eagle feathers you know a lot of dead eagle parts and eagles are cool man. yeah yeah and the thing is you know um <clears throat> if i were to be anywhere in the united states and i found a dead eagle and like someone from the forest service like hey you can't take that by law i could i could keep the full eagle for myself really yeah because usually, I mean, it's a felon. If you get yeah. caught with one, yeah. If you, you get know? caught, or, oh, if you, yeah. or if you accidentally shoot one, you're that's that's a big federal. Yeah, animal. yeah, yeah. No, they um, implemented laws. You know, we're allowed to keep anywhere in the like United that. States. Yeah, and you can apply for them out of the Raptor place down there in Colorado. The um, really, yeah. You can you can like get, a sanctuary. Yeah, it's like a sanctuary. Yeah, it's like a raptor sanctuary. You can get an old one. You can get a young one. You can get golden eagles. You can get bald and they eagles. And like take it as a pet. No, uh, use it. You can use it for regalia. Like if I wanted to make like a bustle, which is the large um, circle thing made out of feathers. Yeah. That is usually on the back, you know. Um, a lot of it to like dance. A lot of it's for use for like ceremonies, like fans, you know, um, offerings. It's a big deal if like you drop one or you steal one, you know. Um, I don't really know much history about the eagle. I just know that it's really important to our culture the only the only history you have to know about the eagle is they're fucking badass yeah 
yeah and they stand for something yeah and a lot of people too like when they dance like they'll use the whole thing like they'll put the eagle head on a staff like you can use the feet as weapons like you could put it on a stick i can imagine could you imagine wolverine yeah yeah you know you'll see a lot of that like if i take you to the powwow this summer you can see what people use that'd be cool man like head like headdresses you know and like different ways um not even just eagles like hawks too you know know, i think my grandmother had a hawk I think she had a it was a full it was the the claw and then there was a piece of a small piece of the leg and had le- had some leather on it and it was had tassels and it was all beaded and it was used so i don't remember i don't know what it was what they were using it for but they had i remember seeing that yeah it's pretty cool yeah cool stuff you know i think a lot of the um i like to go in museums sometimes too because i like to look at the stuff that the museum has for us you know like especially in Glasgow because they got pictures of like powwows and stuff and like people I know and right you know it just takes me back to I really wish how things used to be back then you know I really wish like natives got to wander around and live off the land a little bit more you know and it's just being human you know now you know we rely on technology nowadays, unfortunately most know. people do unless um, you're Amish have you seen the pictures of the Amish Christmas lights no <laughs> you ever seen that no there was a post going around facebook and it says i went and seen the amish christmas lights last night they're so beautiful and it's just a bunch of black pictures <laughs> there, there's no lights on it <laughs> they're about the last people that and uh then i heard a comedian saying he went to the amish village or whatever to buy like a chair or something like that it was handmade by the amish yeah and they don't have electricity unless they want me to use my visa card <laughs> and then they want you to swipe your card to pay for it <laughs> you know that's funny but uh have you seen the one amish video he's like how many horsepower you got and the guy's like one he's all happy he's got yeah, the one dude. horse and buggy <laughs> you sounded just like william knight like, oh look at this guy he's out there with no he's shirt fucking hammered we that got dude's a, hammered we got a oh, football yeah. game on here as, yeah, as yeah. usual we got a you usually got a sports game up there tonight it's uh the dolphins in the kansas city yeah. <clears throat> And yeah, it's Tyreek, freaking Tyreek Hill just got a penalty too. It's freaking cold out there right now, and there's a dude out there cheering on, cheering the team, and he's he got no shirt on. What an idiot! <laughs> um, I was gonna tell you this, so uh, my neighbor, uh, neighbor Ted, he, I don't know if he has any Native American in him, but his wife is Native American. She's uh, Taloa. I never heard of that tribe. I think they're from the Oregon area. And it's T O L O W A, Taloa, and uh, I, I I'm sure she has similar experiences as you. Yeah. But she's she's a very very beautiful woman, and she's such a nice person, and she's one of the people that I really respect and get along with too. You know, and it just you know I don't know it just kind of goes to show you that there there there's good people all over the world, and it don't matter where you're from or what culture you grew up in. There's good people and there's bad people in every culture, in every walk of life, every race, every religion, everything. There's good and bad people everywhere. I've just, I've been really fortunate to meet most of the good people and see some of the bad people. Yeah. But the people, like I've said it before, like Matt, that that's 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 my dude. That's my best friend. I, you fuck with Matt, you fuck with me. That's it. So, vice versa, I believe. I can't quote him on that. I yeah. can't speak for him. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. 
If you fuck with me, you're fucking with Matt. You fuck with Matt, you're fucking with me. That's yeah. just the way it is. And Josh is coming into this circle now. You fuck with Josh, you fuck with us. <laughs> yeah. You fuck with us, you fuck with Josh. I want to bring you into the circle too. Yeah. You know, you fuck with you, you're fucking with us. Yeah. You no, fuck with us, you're fucking with you. Yeah, no, I really need to open up my friend circle a little more because my yeah. friends, you know, we kind of, I don't want to say we grew apart, but, you know, um, distance doesn't end friendships, you know. Never. Never. It's just, you know, we've all just doing our own thing, you know. I actually mentioned them that I'm featuring on this podcast. So oh, hopefully yeah? you guys will probably get three more listeners. So. Yeah, hey, that'd be cool. We get a few hopefully, more. hopefully they listen. Tell yeah. him to tell his friends, and I hope it's uh, a little mind-opening. And I hope that I don't sound too retarded when you're listening to it. <laughs> and the, I, I, hope the, I hope the questions I'm asking are relevant to the conversation, and it's um, that they're bringing up good, good conversation. Yeah. You know, I hope I'm not asking just dumb questions. No. Like, hey, do you guys really use dream catchers? <laughs> you know, like. No, they're a nice decoration. That's you know? what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, do the, do, just serious question. Do they have anything to do with the Native American culture? Um, I do think that they catch bad, bad dreams because I have hung going up in my room after I was having nightmares, you know, and I just woke up the next day. I have a dream. You know, some. Some of that stuff, you know, it's kind of believable, especially the medicine, yeah. you know, and all that. I mean, like, um, a lot of magic can be used for bad, like with yeah. sage and, like, the peace pipe and stuff, you know. And well, there's a lot of people that abuse that power, and I, it's real. You know, I've gotten to some bad things with some people before, you know, and I've face death coming back from work after ups one time it was bad it was blizzarding you know i fucked up like two weeks ago you know i was dealing with all that problems and i was like the worst was happening to me you know and i was on the highway driving and it was blizzarding out like i said and there was a semi coming in there was an oncoming car passing the semi in a no passing lane and you know i was i looked death in the face yeah. you know and i do believe that the people that I've had a falling out with have put medicine on me, you know, and I've, I've smudged, you know, and I've prayed and I just manifested the good, you know, and that's what happens. You know, it's like karma, like karma's real. Now, when you say oh, medicine, yeah. do you mean like bad vibes? Like bad vibes, bad karma is bad what karma, people okay. would call it. Cause karma's real. And you, you just know, call it medicine. Yeah. We just call it medicine. Okay. That's just what it's called. I just wanted to clarify that because yeah. a lot of people listening might not understand what yeah. you're saying when you say that yeah but because that's the same thing when you said about the old bowls and the weapons and stuff that you're not allowed to touch there might be medicine on them, like yeah. bad juju bad vibes yeah like someone bad or someone used it you know um, and put evil on it yeah like didn't use it for the actual purpose that it was used for okay. you know i mean that happens a lot you know yeah. a lot of people that just don't like each other you know will do that <clears throat> to somebody and you know they'll be like oh i lost my house, you know, or I lost my job, you know, or, you know, I started drinking and it's an addiction and, right, you know, and it's all about, I can't really explain it, but let me tell you, it, it's real, you know, right. like, like that stuff. I've always believed in it, you know, like, it's like believing in ghosts, you know I mean? You never really know until you have an experience with it. Yeah. Okay. You know? I, know, uh, I know how that goes. <laughs> we're going to get a little bit more into that, but first we're going to take a break real quick. So enjoy this music while we take this small little break here. <laughs> All right, so we're back from break. Got my nicotine fix. Hope you enjoyed the music. Yeah, hope you enjoyed the music that we had for you. 
Uh, yeah, you've been splitting that up pretty good. You've been putting in new tracks all the time <laughs> for music. I like it. Uh, Jacob was telling me he was listening to an episode once, and he was go- or uh, last week. Yeah, this past week yeah. he was listening to. He was going up in an elevator and he heard the music. He's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Oh, it matched up like perfectly, kind of deal. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's yeah like I walked in, the door closed, and like we're going on break, and doo doo. <laughs> I was like, oh, "That's an God. actual no, elevator. That was yeah. great. Yeah. Elevator. That's good shit." I hope I hope everyone else finds it as amusing as you did because we just started doing that like three episodes yeah, ago, just to be funny and just add a little humor into it, you know, and get people thinking about it. It's pretty fun. Um, before we let off, you were we were talking about uh, spirits, bad spirits. And Matt, you know, said that he believes in ghosts. He's seen a ghost. And he's told his ghost story on here several times. I don't know if you've heard it, but uh, I kind of want Matt to tell it again one more time. Why not? You know, I can tell it again. T- tell us That's your ghost story it. again. I mean, he's never Jake's never heard it. <clears throat> so we were living in Oregon. We were on the Riz in Oregon, and uh, we were near, what was it called? Warm Springs. We're in a little town called Warm Springs, Oregon. There's this really cool, uh, like natural hot springs. They've got a big old pool called Kanita. It's outside of the bigger town is Madras, and Bend isn't too far. I don't know if you know if you know much about Oregon, but we were living there, and uh, the laundry room was in the basement. I'll try and I'll try and keep it short, short, keep it straightforward. But the laundry room was in the basement. I went down the basement for something, and I had to pee. So I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to go. So I went, went to go up the stairs, and the stairs had a 90 degree, had a bend, so there was a landing. So I'm, And I'm looking down. I walk over to the stairs, and I look up, and there's a little girl standing there. And, I, and I'm like, what the heck? And I, and I like look away and look back, and she was gone. I'm like, oh, geez. Oh. So you ever experienced anything like that? No, I never running. have. But um, I'd say when we lived in our apartment in Glasgow, you know, uh, that's where we had our first ghost experiment because we had little to anything. We just moved in. You know, this is a new place to us. We've been here like about a month or was two. Was this you and your family or you and your girlfriend? No, it was just me and my girlfriend at the gotcha. time. So Good. it was just us. You know, um, yeah, we lived in Glasgow at an apartment. It was one of the oldest buildings there, you know, so I'm sure many people died there. And, um, yeah, one night something just felt off. You know, we were sitting on the couch and all of a sudden the light flickered in the living room. Like, what the fuck? You know, probably a light bulb. Then all of a sudden the light turns on in the kitchen. We have a trash can. Like, garbage just pushed down in there a lot. Like, you have to reach in and pull shit out. So anyway, yeah, we at the trash can started making noise and then, like, garbage started flying out of the trash can. Oh, shit. Oh, damn. Fucking trash can tipped over. You know, we're like, oh, shit, we got to pray or something. You know, we're going to light some sweet grass. We'll let it out. Yeah, so we started praying for whatever was in there, you know, like, please leave us alone, you know, go on to better things, you know, open the window and try to let it out. And, um, yeah, I wasn't having it, you know, because I'm not a medicine man myself, <laughs> you know. But, uh, let me tell you, I think I stirred something up because I don't know if you guys ever watched uh, American Horror Story where the part he's like, oh, I love it when they burn the sage, you know. And, oh, I've never yeah. seen that. Which yeah. one was that? It was, oh, uh, was that Horror House. Was that the murder house one yeah they're yeah. stuck in the house yeah they're like oh i love it when they burn the sage and i'm like <laughs> oh man this motherfucker was that probably... a spirit saying that probably yeah oh okay. yeah yeah that was yeah, the show. Yeah, in the yeah, show, the show. It's yeah. A good, i've never it's seen a the show one. oh yeah. it's so, so fun it's fun i, I like gotta it. watch it with well, like five it. five seasons now yeah. or something yeah. Yeah. yeah i haven't seen the newest one but murder house is good yeah that's a good one freak show is really good too so what happened after you burn the the sweet grass so you know how like you burn something and smoke kind of goes all over so anyway i started burning it and started praying and standing there and the smoke just starts going up like it's it's not 
moving all over. It's going straight up, like literally. You know? Oh wow! And, um, I get this weird feeling, so something watching me. So I'm looking in our bedroom, and I keep looking, and like the curtain that we have is a pull down one. You know, you can pull it down and it'll go up. Yeah. Like it kept moving back and yeah. forth, and I was like, "All right, I'm not gonna look over there," but like something keeps telling me, "All right, do something's looking at you at the back of your head." So I look again, and by the time I look, the curtain just went. <laughs> Up it in the up. area, yep, and then we were like, "Fuck this!" You know, we're gonna we're gonna head out before something bad happens. You know, oh man, yeah, yeah, Jeez, that's intense. Yeah. I've never experienced anything. That's like poltergeist shit. Yeah, dude, that's like, like that's a full on experience. Yeah, I mean, we were scared. I mean, we were like our hearts were racing. We left at eleven o'clock at night to go to Wolf Point. You know, I mean, we were that scared. We're like, "Fuck, we're not gonna stay here." Well, did, did but, you get? Did you tell them about what you were telling me at the facility where you heard the voice? Oh. <laughs> yeah in one of your you guys will like this, this too. <laughs> no in one of your podcasts on um 20 deadliest animals you guys were talking and when you guys were talking about touching fake boobs um i heard a whisper like a <sighs> and then but you you guys were still talking like nothing interrupted you really yeah and then you guys are always talking about having like we nightmares. recorded something? Yeah, you guys are always talking about having nightmares, and you were talking about something was choking me. And then that's when I heard that <sighs> sound. But you guys were still talking like you guys didn't hear it. Oh, wow. But, that's but, weird. When, but when you guys were sitting there, you were like, wait, did you hear that? And like, you must have heard something thump in the back. But no, I, I heard something. That's weird. Oh, is that why you're asking if somebody came in and gave us something? Yeah, and whispered. Someone came in? Yeah. I don't think anybody came in on that episode. Yeah. I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody interrupted us or anything yeah. on that episode. Yeah, because no. you guys were still talking. Like, you guys didn't get interrupted. But, yeah, it was just a whisper. Like, I heard something, you know. and that was I didn't it. hear anything when I listened back. Yeah. I didn't hear anything when I listened back either. Yeah, because I, I heard something. I think it was on... 20 deadliest animals dang that's crazy which man one it, i'll it, have to go back yeah, and that's, that's kind of exciting i know, yeah. I might, I I know we caught listen. we caught a ghost yeah. on our episode yeah. i might have to go back and listen yeah. to that when we're talking about for that sure section. yeah like now it, we'll have like three more listens to it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah like in between the five and 35 minute mark in between in right there okay. so fairly early yeah fairly early wow. yeah yeah i'll have to go back and listen to that yeah no I, I yeah i caught that and i forgot to mention that to you Dang, that's pretty cool man. i have to yeah. find that we, did we record a ghost <clears throat> we might have huh yeah because it was crazy because you guys are talking about i was having nightmares and like something was choking me then yeah that now that's when that happened right yeah so I, you know who now knows? uh um something that i'm kind of interested about uh in the native american culture spirits are a big thing yeah and, and am I correct saying that? Yeah. Okay. So do you think that Native Americans are more in tune to the spiritual realm of the world or the earth? Yes, especially when you're ready to die, especially when you're getting closer to the end. You know, right. that's when a lot of it starts to come out because the way the Lakota believed is when you pass on and when you die, your soul travels along south of the Milky Way to another universe. Oh, wow. And that's what we believe. So there's not per se a god, no, that you guys believe in. Uh, a creator is what we is what we just call. just a creator. Yeah, just like how you guys have a god, we have what we call a creator, the creator of everything. Is there any name for him or anything, or you just you just call him the creator? Just creator, or um, um, I think it was uh, Wonka Tonka, which is a native term for creator. Okay. Yes, I was kind of curious about that. Yeah. Um, and as when we first went on break, we were talking about uh, skinwalkers because that's yeah. a really interesting subject. Because we've done, we did a uh, 
really early on we did an urban legends episode that was really hard to listen to because we didn't have good equipment at the time but i know skinwalkers came up on there because it's an urban legend a lot of times and when i say urban legend i mean when you say urban you're thinking of like inner city kids or in the suburbs and shit that's <laughs> urban uh uh so it's i mean it's just a it's a mythical legend that skinwalkers exist yeah i think yeah. it's just when you talk about urban it's just more society it's right. just, just people as a group in general it's something that they have as a legend right um uh so i'll ask you flat out do you think skinwalkers are real yeah you know i've i've heard stories of people seeing you know animals behaving strangely than usual you know you got coyotes or wolves trying to walk up to you you know um, upright no i've heard stories of walk. like like deer and stuff too like walking upright mm. and deer acting strange you know and you know i've always we've always been told don't go out at night don't eat at night you know like outside especially because that's how you get things to come to you um the big one is don't whistle you know don't whistle at night because you're going to call something to you you mm. know you could find it it's because everything has a frequency. Yeah, I can hear that. I think it's you know? the TV. Yeah, they got it up really loud. Yeah. yeah, because everything has a frequency. When you whistle at night, you know, something could pick up on that frequency and follow you back. What's with uh, not eating at night? So, like, what's, like eating, what's the... because it's like a spirit plate. Because, like, when a Native American dies, your soul eats food that is outside and not within a home. You know, like, eating privately within somewhere. You know, I've, I can't explain it, but I've, that's always what I've been told, like <clears throat> growing up. You know, don't don't eat outside at night. It makes sense though, yeah. in that context, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah, because you know, so you got a spirit or something that sees an open food, and it, it'll come hmm. attach itself to you. And, that's another thing that I find interesting about different cultures is what they believe in, uh, what happens to you when we died. We had the afterlife episode where us three and Tyler were on it. And we talked about what we believe in that happens when you die and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, it, it's really interesting to find out how different cultures believe or what they believe will happen to us when we die. Because it's just, it, it's it's a whole Petri dish of shit that people believe in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, to, to each his own. Believe whatever you want. I have nothing against anyone believing whatever they want. You know, I was raised up Christian with Nazarene. Matt was grew up Mormon. Josh grew up Baptist or Methodist. Uh, Lutheran. Lutheran. Yeah. Which is another denomination of Christianity. But now he's kind of a atheist uh, yeah, or I agnostic. Just, I would I'd just be atheist agnostic. So he's in that realm. So, I mean, all of us have different ideas of what happens when we pass away, but it's really interesting to hear how um, certain cultures believe. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of Native Americans believe in reincarnation. You come and, back and as something else. That's what I imagine would have been the most. Yes. Whether it's you come back as a plant, you know, but um, you're always going to be there. You know, you're always a part of this earth. Because we're made of energy. Yeah, we're a molecule. We're always going to be here no matter what. I mean. Your energy's got to go somewhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's what we believe. You know, some people can come back, you know, think you come back a piece of grass. You know, you could be any type of animal. You know, you could be the water. You could be the air you know that, that's that's cool though yeah yeah you know i got a brother that's a that's a pastor and i he we used to talk a lot about um i actually listened to the bible <laughs> when i was up on my route it took three weeks to listen to the bible and you know 
I believe in the Bible. I believe God's real, you know, but that's my yeah. beliefs. Um, that's how I was raised up. And we've had many discussions. I'd call him and ask him questions about the Bible and stuff. I mean, he's got a master's degree in theology and all that. And uh, he's one of the people I look up to most of my life. He's uh, just a great guy, great man, a good family man. Uh, would He'll help anybody that he can if he has the means to help him. And uh, I said to him once, um, I told him that I think God was created to make people feel better about death. And he said, you're probably not far off from that, but God wasn't created. He is the creator. He is the Alpha and Omega, beginning and the end, you know, like, but he said, you know, I can see how you could see that, you know, it's to make people, because nobody's, nobody's, uh, nobody that believes in God is sad on their deathbed. They believe they're going to a better place. So they're not going to be sad to go. It's easier to leave the world when you know you're going to a better place or you believe or have faith you're going to a better place. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hearing how other cultures believe that too, that how you said it's easier, more people that are dying, it's easier to believe that, you know, it just makes it easier for death. Yeah. And uh, um, I guess another question I would have is like, um, do you guys practice your spirit spirituality or do you guys like have masses where people get together and talk about this stuff um, kind of like church no well there's like sun dances you know which is like you do a um like a three-day fast kind of you know you're praying and you're offering skin i mean you're dragging buffalo skulls and stuff you know on hooks that are pulling away at your skin on your chest you oh, know? Wow. and it's an offering um, a lot of people go to sweat, you know, which is like basically a sauna, but it's so damn hot. You know, you stay in there until you pretty much have a vision. Oh, wow. Yeah. How often do, does this happen? Um, that you want to. It, it depends on you. Like, you can't say that one day you're going to go to Sundance. Well, you have to mean it because if you don't go, something bad can happen to you because you. Or so you're held to your word yeah. in the culture. Yes. 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 Yeah. Your, your, your word is your bond. Yes. Yes. And it's all about you. I mean, you can't, it's like, it's like leading a horse to water. You know, I mean, it's a horse don't drink, you know, it's, you can't do nothing for it. For sure. You know, yeah. it's, it's like that, you know, you're going to have to want it for yourself. I mean, I've seen people that really had bad meth addiction, you know, and they go and do a couple sweats, you know, try to turn their life around, you know, on the red path. And I've seen people come out and do great things, you know, and work and, you know, it's yeah, yeah. No, so I mean, obviously, it works for your culture. You know what you guys believe in works for you. Yeah, and that and that's that's all you can ask for out of a belief structure or you know your spirituality is that it works for you. You know what you guys do don't have to work for anyone else, but whoever does it, right? Yeah, yeah, it works for us. You know, we've always had. A religion you know even back then they call us heathens we didn't have a religion we didn't believe in god that's why it's kind of hard for me you know to go to church and stuff because to think about my ancestors were forced into this yeah no, you know I like they imagine. were taken from their family it's like if social services were to come over and just take your kids from you know explanation you know they got to go to school or whatever you won't see them again you know and it's pretty much kill the indian but keep the man type thing yeah, that's you know. sad, man. That that I don't like that saying. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, that just hit me really hard. Like I don't like that saying. Kill the Indian and keep the man. Yeah, they used to do. Uh, 
kind of like exchange students. Remember I said we used to have Japanese exchange students. Uh, my my I, mean, I think it was my dad and my my aunt. They they to teach them. They took them. They they got placed in the. They had to live with the with the family outside of the reservation. They get they got taken from their families and they got they stuck them in a home. Yeah. And this was this was in the freaking. I don't remember when they were born. This was. 60 70s yeah and that stuff was still <clears throat> that's going not that on, long man. ago they took them they just to teach them teach them how to how to be i guess be better people or something that's yeah. not cool yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean it's so stuff stuff crazy stuff <clears throat> like that wasn't happening not that long ago yeah could you imagine <clears throat> being like a fluent native speaker being told speak english i mean you don't do the you don't do it right the first time you just get beat yeah you know i mean you get killed you know you get you get told to walk home it's like negative 50 you know 16 miles on foot you know yeah it's that's not cool yeah it's heartbreaking to think that the last residential school they had actually i want to say closed in the 2000s the early or the late 90s um so you're lakota yeah uh can you speak fluent lakota no no but i i do know a little bit like i know my indian name because i have a I have a name that was given to me. In Dude, my yeah, but yes. Lone Bear is a pretty fucking sweet yeah, name. That's a cool name. Yes, I but, love that name. Yeah, but that's my actual Indian name is Inu, Inunapi Tatanka, which translates into native or to English to whirling buffalo. And to have an Indian name that mentions a buffalo or an eagle means high standards. That's cool, man. That's yeah. awesome. pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Cool. And the my, thing is, um, you have to go to an elderly person. You have to offer an elderly person tobacco or, you know, like a commodity type thing. And they will have a dream. And one day, you know, they'll tell you your name and, you know, that's your name to get in. Like, like if you were to pass on, you know, and I were to see my ancestors, I would have to tell them who I am. You know, my, my name's Inunapi Inunapi. Inunapi. Tatanka. Yeah, and Inunapi translates to whirl or whirling. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's whirling pretty, buffalo. That's pretty cool. With the Hopis they do and they do a whole naming ceremony. Yeah. So everybody when you're a when you're a child, you get they do like a washing, they do a washing and anointing and then they do a whole naming. Yeah. Naming ceremony. That, <clears> that's there's, that's there's, what they do here too. Like especially if you have an Indian name that's like has girl or boy in it, and when you grow up to become a man or a woman, you have to go get that changed. Hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, my my sister's her hers is Solmana, which is Star Maiden, and it's it's the the whole ceremony was all set up because they're a matriarchal society. So when they found out my mom was having a girl, it was it was a big thing, and they all yeah. it's, it's it's her legal middle name. It's part of her legal name. <clears throat> well, so it's pretty cool. What 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 tribe was your uh, uh, dad? Hopi, Hopi, and Lakota. Does do the language? Does every tribe have their own language? Yes, and every it looks yeah, different. It's all, it's all different, and it's yeah. spelled, look different, written yep, different. Yep, all um, that stuff spoken different, like literally, like the guttural or you know, like the rollings and all yeah. that. It's all different. It all depends, like especially on our tribe, the, the Assiniboine and Sioux languages are different, and like how you say stuff. Like, because my girlfriend comes from the other side of Tule Creek, which is the other natives, pretty much, you know, and I come from my side. And the way we talk and 
stuff in our language, you know, like, oh, you sound funny. I'm like, no, that's how you say it. And they're like, well, that's how <laughs> right. you say it. You know, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> do, you, do you listen? Well, I don't know. This is completely, well, it's kind of near the topic, but it's kind of completely like it's on the it's on the passing lane of the highway that's four lanes and it's like 20 miles away. So <laughs> it's kind of way offline. But do you listen to books at all? Uh, it's occasionally. When you're driving? Okay, so I listened, um, and I've said this several times, one of my favorite uh, series I've ever listened to, it's called The Dresden Files. Right. And uh, he's he's a, a wizard in Chicago. He's the only practicing wizard in the Yellow Pages. And uh, he becomes friends with a archangel. Um, I can't remember what the guy's name was. But anyway, he called him, like, he called him something. And he shortened his name and the guy looked, the archangel looked at him really fucking pissed off. And he's like, don't ever shorten my name. Names have meaning. And I guess that's what I'm getting at. Like, I'm such an asshole that, what, what was your Native American name again? Indunapi Tatanka. Indunapi Tatanka. So if I called you like, what up, IT? Like, that don't fly. No. Because like, that no. name has meaning yeah. to you. Yeah. Right? And like, I... I I'm an, I'm an asshole with certain things, and I try to I'm trying to get a laugh right now, you know. Like I want to, you know, uh, just a little comic relief to this episode. <laughs> you know, it's 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 been it's been really informative, and I love it. Um, but that's just where my brain goes. Like we got to have a couple laughs in here, so I'm going to tell you I'm an asshole. Yeah, <laughs> I am at some points, but I'm I'm not really an asshole. I want you to love me, but. Uh, it, th that just struck me because that name i'm sure has so much meaning to you that if anybody ever shortened it or if i called you like what up wb for whirling buffalo that's just the literal english meaning of it but that whirling buffalo has no meaning to that name because that name is your native name yeah and if anyone shortens that it's disrespectful yeah like like my neighbor, you know, he calls me Tatanka. I had to tell him to quit calling me that because I was getting a little offended by it. Because you know? that's not it's, the full it's name. It's not the full thing, you know. It's not like you're honoring me by saying that, you know. Right. It's yeah. It's like you're making a joke of it. Yeah. It's like it's kind yeah. of yeah. <clears throat> kind of that's that's where I was kind of getting at. Like, it, I mean, how much like my name is Jake. It's Jacob Martin Dick. That's my full name, full legal name. That's the name that was given to me by my parents. But in I, well, they say the white people can't have culture. <laughs> I have a culture. It's the it's just culture. It is what it is. Like I I believe I believe every culture should be there to be shared. I think it should all be interactive and shared. Like Matt makes food from his culture that I will devour because I'm fat and I love food <laughs> and it's delicious well, when Matt and he's cooks. Really good. Yeah, at cooking he's too. a good cook. <laughs> I'm okay. And Whoa. Like, modest, too. I'm, I'm okay. I, I like cooked don't venison, go. and I like Indian tacos. Like, I will eat the shit out of anything you made. Oh, because my gosh, I love Indian tacos. It's good yeah. food. Dude, so good. an elephant yeah. ear? Uh, I would make you an elephant ear, man. Ear? I love elephant oh, ears. Oh, yeah. What's that? It's just a dough. It's a cinnamon-crusted dough. It's like, a, it's like a flattened out cinnamon bun with just cinnamon and sugar, though. Oh, yeah. so it's more it's like, like a cinnamon and brown sugar. It, 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 it's, a, it's, a deep fried, it's a deep fried flat dough. It's like a big giant cookie that you just oh. eat. Oh, dang. It's I've so heard of that. Imagine that without the sugar, without the cinnamon. 
and taco stuff on it. Oh, yeah, that'd be even better. Oh, that's man. So good. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Dude, spread, that, a layer, yeah. spread a layer that of beans on there. Good. I'm get salivating. Whatever, get your whatever meat you want one on there. I like to do refried beans, ground beef, and then you do lettuce, cheese, and tomato. Yes. It's just full-on taco. It's so good. Oh, that's an Indian good. taco. Yeah. 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 The elephant ear is just the dough yeah. deep fried yeah. with everything on it. Now the elephant ear they sell at the circuses and stuff are like with cinnamon and sugar and stuff on them. They're really good, like like a funnel cake, those, I guess. Yeah. Like a funnel cake, yeah, yeah, kind of like that, but that sounds really good. flat and big. Yeah. That sounds really good. really good. Just sounds... deep fried dough. Yeah, it's really good. Um, but what what I'm what I'm getting at is like, I don't necessarily. They say we can't have a culture, right? Like white people don't have culture because only other places can have culture because we're the devil <laughs> and i had nothing to fucking do with any of that and like you know like when people say uh like there was a lot of shit going around during the last couple of elections when people are like if you're not native american you can get out too you know or you know if you're not from this country you can leave and then other people are like well if you're not native american you can get out too because this isn't your land either and i'm like Dude, I was born here, though. Like, I don't have a choice. This is where I was born. Yeah. I'm a citizen of the United States. Sorry. I mean, the land has been fought over for thousands of yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. Nothing belongs to anybody. Like I said, yeah. humans belong to That's others, the way it know? should be. Yeah. yeah. That's not the way it is. Yeah. Though. No. And that's the sad thing. Yeah. And I totally agree with that. That's the way it should be, but that's not the way it is. Yeah. And... You know, for me to tell anybody they need to get out of here, I have no problem with anybody yeah. being here because this is just land and we all have to live together and the murder and the violence and shit yeah. has to stop. You know, sometimes I think humans are just such a parasite to earth sometimes. Oh, oh, oh I mean, sure. Literally. We're, I the, mean, we're the worst thing ever happened to Yeah, it. I mean, like the greenhouse gases. Oh, they blame. They want to blame us for driving our cars around all the time. I mean, it's, it's the big companies, you know, that are putting off all this shit into the. Oh yeah, yeah. We've, yeah, we've gotten into, we've gotten into that. I've talked yeah. about how how our car tramp, trans, transportation is I think twenty two twenty three percent of of the pollution that's out there. Uh, it was like I told I told Jake that it was like, well, what's the rest of it? I'm like you want to give us a hard time, just like recycling, guilt us into buying an electric car, right? Guilt us the consumer into into changing everything that we're doing. It's like uh, we're only twenty three percent of the problem. Yeah. What's the rest of the problem? Yeah, and like, like and that's a whole us. other topic with electric cars. <laughs> Definitely you a lot wanna, of money you involved. Blame for us sure. To, yeah, what's that? Definitely a lot of money involved. For oh yeah, sure. yeah. Like, but you want to you want to guilt us into driving electric cars to save the planet, and yet you want to dig, you know, half giant, mile giant deep mines. mines to dig out this platinum and uranium to run these batteries and shit that's doing worse to the freaking environment than our cars do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, it's all a money grab. That's all it is. It's all about money. Who's got the most? Yeah. That's all it is. But, you know, know, I guess I don't I don't claim a culture. Like, I could see where they would say that white people don't have a culture because I guess growing up and don't don't uh, don't quote me on this and don't uh, single this out or anything, you know, don't use it as other content, what I'm about to say, but <laughs> they're going to get your audio clip right here and they're going <laughs> to use it in, in, in my eyes, to me, myself, in my opinion, <laughs> as, as I point up to the side, <laughs> in my opinion, all cultures are my culture. I love everybody. And like you said, it shouldn't just be, it's everyone is for this land. It's not everyone's land for themselves. 
Everyone's for this land. All cultures are my culture. I'm just here. I'm a squirrel trying to get a nut. <laughs> and I'm walking this earth among many other great men and many other men that have issues and many people that don't. And we all just have to be here together and get along. I want to experience it as much as I can before my time runs out. Yeah. And I don't think it's fair that I'm limited to a certain thing because that's the way everyone else perceives I should live. I want to experience it all. And I think that's fair. And, you know, like, I'm sure there's people in your culture, in the Native American culture, that will only live Native American culture because it's the only thing they want to do and nobody else is as pure as us and nobody else wants. They're, they're not allowed to live like our culture. I don't, I get it, but everyone should be able to experience it. It's a beautiful culture. Yeah. Matt's culture, the Asian culture, you know, the, the, the Guamanian in him and stuff. I want to experience that culture, not just because he's my best friend, because I find it beautiful. Culture is awesome. No matter whose culture it is, why can't we all just experience it together? I can tell you why, because there's a bunch of white assholes that fucked some shit up a long time ago, and now they don't want us yeah. to be part of it. I think I think it would be things would be a lot different if if it happened differently. I don't think there would be as much fear, because I mean that's I mean it's not without it's not without reason. No, that, no, and I, that I totally get that. That's that, what I'm saying. A lot of the natives have that fear. I understand so. why it's that way. <clears throat> I just wish it wasn't. Yeah. Like if you try and if you go like if you go to Guam, I mean, there's a full the whole tourist society. It's all it's all pretty much embraced. I mean, there's a there's a military base there. They have all kinds of island, all kinds of tourist attractions, all right. kinds of stuff, and they they're willing to share. If you go to Hawaii, there's I mean, there's huge tourism. I mean, yeah, there's some there's a lot there's a lot of hate there as well. There's a lot of places I can't go. Yeah, yeah, there's still places you can't go there because you'll just get beat up. There's still places <clears> I can't <throat> go in Montana because I'll get hurt. Yeah. That's, I mean, and I mean, if you go to Japan, there's all kinds of stuff there you can go and experience. And that's it's, why it's welcomed because there's not that right. fear that, yeah, that the a lot of the that well, pretty much, but vice, all, of, all of the natives have vice versa. There's certain places that Native Americans won't go because you're feared your fear of what will happen. Yeah. Yeah. There's certain places you won't go because you fear of what would happen. There's certain places well, black people won't go because they fear what would happen. Just places in L.A., Compton. Well, Walmart, they just hate places. everybody. I don't yeah. want to, that's that's really the only places. Yeah. Um, Amanda's grandfather was a L.A. County sheriff when the Watts rise was happening. <laughs> the, the, problem, the problem is with that is they just, you know, in, in the inner cities like that where a lot of gangs are and stuff. That's and, the only thing that I guess I would places that I wouldn't want to go. I, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, African-American, young African-Americans get so caught up in this gang violence, they just hate everybody. They're all about money and power. And it don't matter if you're another African-American man, they'll kill you for your shoes because yeah. they want your shoes. They'll kill you for your watch. It's worse for me because not only do I have nice shoes on and a watch, but I'm also white. So instead of getting shot twice, I'm going to get shot four times <laughs> yeah. because it's two times for my shoes and watch, two times because I'm white. Yeah. And it's sad to say that, but or, it's 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 an honest statement, I believe. Or they're going to hit you with the car, then steal your stuff, and then back up over you, and then go. For yeah, I mean, I, there are certain places that I don't go, and I recognize that. I just I wish it wasn't like that. Yeah. Because I had nothing to do with that. The 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 uh, the restrictions put on me because of my skin color. Yeah. I wish could be overlooked because of the person I am. Yeah. Talk to me 
and find out who I am. Yeah. Like, I'm not that guy. Yeah, people just make assumptions and, you know, just because some guy did something, you know, however many years ago, yeah. now they have the assumption, oh, this guy's going to do the same thing, His, you know? History has created a lot of standards, yeah. I think, yeah. and a lot of, not, not standards, uh, history has created a lot of uh, barriers between cultures. And it's, uh, unfortunately, the white man did a lot of it. I would like to go see like the the pyramids, you know, in Egypt. Oh, but yeah. I feel Super, like it can be dangerous. I couldn't do it. Certain times, though. it can be dangerous. I but feel I like think I wouldn't you could be go able see to. It. But you, then again, like if you do it right, you can. You can still go. Yeah. I I think places like that, Matt has an easier time. Yeah. Because of you're brown. Because I'm brown. Because <laughs> he's got brown skin. Well, it's just like it's just like the other day out on the PDC when when uh, there was a package. And and so we came down and was looking. They said, "Oh, that's Muhammadus," and was uh, they were hollering down the PDC. And I'm like, "Yeah, wrong. you got the wrong black guy. He's on the other end." Yeah, right. right. <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I can say that because I'm brown." Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> I was because I was looking at you and I was looking at uh, uh, who was there. Uh, there's a couple other people there, and I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm just saying what everybody's thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you got the wrong race here. Like, dude. You got the wrong other black other side, guy. Yeah. That's the other black guy. That yeah, other here. end. <laughs> but if. But if you would have said that, or if somebody else would have said that down on the on the other end, whoever else Jesse was there and someone else was there, they would have they would have been looked at funny, right? Oh, just because they're white. Yeah, they probably would have said all kinds of stuff like, "Oh, Jake Dick's a Trump supporter," you know. <laughs> Jake well, Dick, I am. He know? is. Yeah, but well, I mean, they would <laughs> use that against the them, the you know. Like he's probably probably got the Blue Lives Matter sticker on his car, you know. I don't know what it those, but I do support the cops. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that just turn stuff like that again so <laughs> well i think a lot of that is just ignorance yeah i think um people people believe that republicans hate cultures and hate people that just want to be free and i think liberals think that republicans hate them because they don't want any structure and they don't want to be able to do whatever the fuck they want and that's not what it's about. There's completely different reasons why there's Republicans and Democrats, and a lot of it comes down to financial stuff, yeah. uh, taxes and yeah. raises and pay and yeah. a lot of that shit, and just a moral decisions that are based in politics like abortion and uh, free health care. You know, well, it's just the different ideas that people have on, on how the country should be run. That's all it is. I want to hear one political person that comes out that's running for president that says you know what they have good points and they have good points so we're going to take a handful from them and a handful from them we're going to merge it together and we're going to make this an independent presidency where i'm not affiliated with them or them and we're just going to run it down the middle and we're going to please but you can't please them all yeah that person that person's not going to get elected though that's the problem because then the left is going to feel well he's not there he's not going to listen to any of our point of view he's not going to right do what we how run the country how we want want and the right is going to say the same thing yeah that's why even i said though, i would love to hear even though it would be great that. it would be great that'd be the best way to do it yeah, yeah it would yes, but sir. they would be like he's not going to do everything we want and he's not going to do everything we want so let's just get him the fuck out of here yeah because it's like well he's those. not listening to our voice that and all the big corporations that with too, the lobbyists. That's just, I, mean, that's, that's yeah. I don't even I don't even think they really look at like what we say. They more or less look at like who's paying them to say it. You know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really wish we got to vote Congress. 
you know, oh, the yeah. people into Congress. I think yeah. that should be something that and have the American people limits. should. Yeah, that that's, the American people should. That's vote the for. biggest thing. Uh, this is not a political podcast. <laughs> we are having a discussion right now. Well, we're, we're just having points out here. Yeah, we're having a discussion the about about <laughs> those about those people. We we took that twenty mile hike off the yeah. freeway over here. That's and, okay. Uh, Saw gonna, something shiny, but we're gonna have this discussion because I think it's a meaningful discussion. It is, is me, and we're not we're not saying that we're, we're all on the left or we're all on the right, and this is how it should be done we're just saying that it would be nice if somebody listened and and i mean people need to get out there and, and do their vote and i mean this last election i didn't vote so i haven't been voicing an opinion because i don't believe i should have one because i right i didn't didn't exercise my right to vote you know my dad's my I dad think, said that to me once i didn't think we had anyone worth voting for when obama got voted in the office and i said oh, i didn't vote for anybody i didn't think anybody was worthy enough to be president and he says well then you can't say nothing i said this motherfucker, I served seven years in the U.S. Army. <laughs> I served my yeah. country honorably. I'll say whatever the fuck I want about <laughs> any president there is. I don't care if I voted for him or not. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Yeah, and that's the thing. Even when you say that, you're an American. You pay your taxes. I, I you was can just have think, any opinion. I was just you thinking want. that. I still pay my taxes. So yeah, I guess you I, can say I anything you say want about any president you want. You pay your taxes. You're here. Yeah, <laughs> you know. You think it's weird how much the government really owns us? Like yeah. one day you stop paying taxes on your house, they can come. Oh, take they your come house. after you. They'll come. They'll sell it to somebody it, it, it's else. It's ridiculous, man. You know, it's like your own car. It's like you don't own your own car either. You know, that's what yeah. tab, that's what tabs are. Yeah. You know, there's a taxation yeah, on track, that. There's a tax on that. I registration I do get because they're supposed to be using that for the roads and stuff. Mm -hmm. I kind of I get that one because we're driving on the roads. We want those roads to be good and be up kept and be okay, but. I mean, I'm, I I like the. I think I heard a joke that says every every state should legalize weed and they can use that tax and it can be the pothole tax. They fix yeah, all right? the roads. Yeah, dude, that'd be crazy. Yeah. That, that's make, what would, I, be so that's funny what, too. That's one of my arguments for legalizing weed. Yeah, that's why they haven't because they haven't figured out how to legalize industrially mm -hmm. to get the tax revenue off it. If they were just all these old rundown factories all over the world, all over the country. Just build one of them back up a little bit, put a greenhouse in it, grow some weed, sell the weed out of there, tax it, and then fucking cut our we no income tax. Yeah. Anymore across the United States. We're gonna pay for everything with the weed tax. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee they could pay the government, they could pay all the all the little uh things or what do they call them? Like all the little uh companies that come out of the government you know all these little organizations yeah they could pay all their bills with that shit i think that's what montana did because the first month they went legal you know montana made i want to say 1.6 million ton of money yeah, 1.6 million month? the first month damn yeah and let me tell you like after the first <laughs> six months of it being legalized they started coming out oh we're going to start connecting montana better we're going to start paving these rural roads way out here we're going to start adding more well, telephone is, towers yeah they've you got know? the money and yeah people, did, did people want to know what they what they're using that money for yeah did they have they done it yet um yeah they've actually started to fix a lot of the state highways so right they're now. doing what they're saying yeah good yeah i mean they've they've repaired the highway between the state line here and i want to say shit past glasgow i mean that's a lot of miles be like cover. be like yeah we're gonna use all this money to fix up the roads and pave some of these dirt roads but our governor got a 4.7 million dollar bonus this year it was great <laughs> yeah, I know. you know like that's a cool shady shit. i don't think and they i don't think they should get paid i seen something on no. instagram the other day that was talking about the last six presidents 
and it didn't have Biden on there, but it had the last six presidents. And it says what they came into office with, what they left with. So like Reagan came in with like five million in the bank because he was a Hollywood actor. I mean, he actually made money on his own. Yeah. And then he left with like 12 million. And then uh, who was next? Uh, George or Bush Sr. came in after Reagan. And he came in with like 7 million, left with like 35 million. Bush Jr. came in. Or no, then uh, then um, Clinton came in. Came in with four million, left with like two hundred seventy-one million dollars. That's how much he was worth when he left office. And then Bush Jr. came in with like five million, left with like forty-five million. Obama came in with uh, six million, something like that, left with like a hundred and sixty million or something. Trump came in with three point seven billion dollars, left with two point five billion. He lost a billion point two in his presidency because he didn't take any of his pay for being president. And I'm sure he was paying a lot of legal fees (laughs) trying to fight off all them collusion things, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't think any. I I said it just a minute ago. I don't think any of them should get paid. No, I don't think they should do it. They're appointed by us to work and everything they do is paid for. How how different do you think it could be if the president that whoever runs for president, they know they're not getting paid? It's you a, get people in that really want to do position. it for the people. Yeah, yeah. I think I think yeah. the type of candidate we would see would would change drastically. Maybe but like just Josh make said, him like tax exempt too. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, like, give him no. some kind of. But I mean, that'd be cool. Some kind of. Something. Well, here here here's here's the thing. The, they make what half a million a year. President does. I think they get five hundred thousand a year. Damn, that's to, to be in that's the office. No, that's ridiculous. So drop it down. You know, two hundred. <clears throat> that's a respectable income for yeah. the pressure and job they do. Yeah. 200,000 a year. The problem is, is after senators, Congress, president, <coughs> when they get out of office, they never pay for health care again. Mm-hmm. They have they have secret security around them all the time, paid for by the government, That's, and they don't pay any taxes. That can be understandable, though, because then they leave office and they've got no security and someone comes and I, assassinates them. I get the security. Yeah. I'm okay with that yeah. because That's we risky. don't want people to be as, because of the They're decision they made. They're living history and stuff. Yeah, we don't want that to happen, but. They should have to pay for their own health care, like all of us. They're still citizens. They should have to pay for their own health care, and they should have to pay taxes on whatever money they have, whatever money they make. Mm-hmm. While you're in, okay, no taxes. I get that. That's fine. Whatever. That's good. We're paying a lot of money into it. We're paying your salary with the tax money you're bringing in. That's fine. Whatever. Why tax the money they already taxed that they took from us with taxes to give you and then tax it? <laughs> right? yeah. It's a lot of tax words. But what you said is the biggest thing we could do forever, term limits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. There should be no lifetime politicians. Yeah, no. they're just raking No career. Money. No career politicians. No. Then when you get a guy like Joe Biden in office, he's not 45 years in Senate and Congress and then yeah. becomes president and he hasn't done nothing in 45 years. How is he going to change something in four years? It just becomes a giant argument against him. Mm-hmm. Four years. Four-year limit, Congress, Senate, whatever, and then if you want, and then you make another stipulation on being president. If you, you you already have to be born in the United States and be a U.S. citizen, you have to be at least thirty-five years old. Them are the only two requirements to be president. Yeah. Well, two and a half. I held up them two. <laughs> so so you know, there's only two requirements to be president: born in the U.S. and thirty-five years or older. 
which really 35 years don't make a fucking difference because the last two have been 75 to 80 years old. Yeah, yeah. mental yeah. deterioration. <clears throat> you could also make it to where you have to have served on Senator Congress to be voted in president. That's another stipulation you could add on to it. Then you have political experience then they've got some yeah they've got some experience on how to, how to run and at least a, one more a, stipulation you have to be a military veteran because if you're going to be the commander-in-chief of the largest fighting military in the world or the greatest now, i don't know if we're the largest but the greatest well, anyway I think, we're, I think we're the greatest what is it back to back world war champs <laughs> baby back to back we haven't mm -hmm. lost one yet so you should have to be a military veteran not national guard you're military veterans when you're National Guard. I get that. But the problem with being National Guard is the people that are running for office were growing up around Vietnam and stuff, and a lot of them joined the National Guard, so they didn't have to go over there. Yeah. Right? So nowadays, National Guard would probably be understandable. But back then, it was a scapegoat to get out of Vietnam. Hmm. I don't want somebody that was too chicken shit to go fight in a yeah. war with their fellow Americans running my military. It should be You should be a military veteran, and you should have served – at least two to four years in Congress or Senate or, you know, just state elected something. And you have to be 35 years old or older and you have to be born in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Them are the four stipulations we should have for president, I think. Yeah. Mm. I think a mental evaluation. And a mental evaluation. That's 100%. Yeah. You have to be able to read a sophisticated poll without stuttering. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, did you ever see Mitch McConnell? Just walk down the hall, there. you know? Holy shit. Oh, and, if there's any videos, and if there's any videos of you walking up stairs and tripping. <laughs> yeah. Just game over. Yeah. Right? Or you can't find oh, the stairs. <laughs> or if you have a Twitter account, none. Yeah. yeah. You know what? You know, I, I, I supported Trump. Because I think he was what the country needed at the moment. But he is a dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> Just the shit he said on Twitter. He couldn't keep his mouth shut. He was always defending dumb shit that he said. Keep your mouth shut. Well, that, and he also was, he would just do it to kind of like fuck with people sometimes he would, too. And it's like, dude, come on. You just can't do it. It's be like, professional. Yeah, He's just you're like, the president uh, of the United you're, States. You're just saying shit. Like, it's just like, it'd, it'd, be like, it'd be like meeting a pedophile and him saying, hey, your daughter's kind of cute. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't do that shit. Yeah. But wouldn't that no. be exercising your freedom of speech? It would. It would be. But also, if you read the First Amendment about freedom of speech, it does say no hateful or. Uh, vulgar speech when they put that in it's been in there for years it's I not just freedom of speech say whatever the fuck you want oh. it's, it's almost like saying like say hurtful offensive well, shit you, know? you could say whatever you want but just know it's gonna have consequence whenever everything you do, you say, do that's you know? what i think <laughs> like, that's what a lot of people be prepared forget. for be prepared for it yeah i know? think that's what a lot of people forget yeah you can say whatever you want but but uh, karma comes to get you yeah and sometimes karma is going to be a fat asian guy punching you in the mouth <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for sure <laughs> you know i mean there's there are consequences and i mean there, there's consequences for that person punching you in the mouth at the same time. So, right. I mean, it's just, you, you're going to have to live with those consequences. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, just be prepared. But be prepared. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know we were talking about, um, it's come up on the last couple episodes that, that I was saying that uh, uh, your your feelings and your triggers are your responsibility. I saw that somebody posted something. There was a business that had in their window that said, your triggers are your responsibility. Don't expect the world to walk around on eggshells for you. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it all goes back to that old playground saying sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. They're just, they're words, people. Right. They're, they're just words. Yeah. 
everybody's got different beliefs and, and they, they're just their words they change and, meaning yeah. all the time yeah through throughout the years yeah. you know yeah okay so i looked this up real quick because i don't want to i don't want to speak off you don't want to misquote the first I don't amendment misquote the first amendment and i don't want to sound like a complete retard on here because well i can't use that i don't want to sound completely mentally like challenged on here like an idiot like, yeah like a dumbass so the first amendment provides that congress make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting its free exercise it protects freedom of speech the press assembly and the right to petition the government for a redress of grievances and then it says and then i look down and it has some questions you know and it has other statements about it and it says what are the five rights in the First Amendment? So the five rights in the First Amendment are freedom of religion, speech, press, assembly, and petition. So remember are the five rights you have according to the First Amendment. And then it says, below that, it says, what is not protected by the First Amendment? So the categories of unprotected speech include obscenity, child pornography, defamatory speech, mm -hmm. false advertising, true threats, and fighting words. Deciding yeah. what is an is not protected speech is reserved to courts of law i'm going to start using going back going old school and start telling everybody those are them fighting words because mm. yeah right you say well i got freedom of speech look it up them are fighting words yeah them are fighting words so not everything you say is protected by just you can say whatever the fuck you want yeah. first amendment doesn't say you can say whatever you want yeah. you're not supposed to be hurtful or derogatory or anything like that or hate speech right. but then again like as, as tom mcdonald says I don't know if you've ever heard of him. He's a white rapper from, he's from Calgary, Canada, and he moved down. He lives in LA. Now he's a YouTube rapper. And he has a quote in one of his songs that says, um, there's a difference between hate speech and speech that you hate, right? If I say something, most times it's to get a laugh. I, I try not to be mean to people. I can be. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm a really nice guy. I'm pretty laid back, but but I'll match your energy. I will match your energy <laughs> fucking hardcore. I am not afraid of many people. And I can speak insults with the best of them. Yeah. And I have done it several times. I just don't like to. Yeah. One thing I wanted to bring up, uh, you think if someone says something bad to you, do you think states should adopt mutual combat like Texas? Mutual combat? Yeah, like both parties agree to a fist fight until a stop. You know, until pretty much, huh. yeah. I've never heard if of that's that. That's legal <laughs> in Texas. Like if you really? Say, like if you say something bad to somebody, like, well, I'm going to do mutual combat, but you have to have a standby person to, like, stop it if it gets too bad. You have to have a witness and yeah. shit. Yeah, you have to have so a witness. Like, it's like fights in hockey. Like a yeah. It's allowed. Yeah. So I want to get married to you. Yeah. Like, it's legal. <laughs> That's not what it is. Yeah, like, it's legal. legal. Yeah. yeah, like, if you're in the streets of Texas and a cop <laughs> were to be like, oh, I got two people fighting, but if, like, both people were like, oh, it's mutual no, combat. No, it's mutual combat. Yeah. They got to let them fight. Yeah, nope. And then the hmm. officer can go along. Like, do you think that'll toughen up people, like, now because a lot of I think a lot of young people, you know, are starting to not be as manly as back, you know, back, back before. in the day. Old yeah. school. I, I think could definitely see people taking like they could see the bad in that. Right. Because like people could do illegal. What stuff. is that? Great yeah. Well, like he said, in Texas, they've like, got, someone's got to be a witness and someone's, someone's yeah. got to be there. Yeah. To, but it, people could lie. Because if it goes you know? too far. Yeah, you could. Yeah. What but, is that? What is that great saying? Mike Tyson once said. I'd be down. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be, be at Walmart. You don't yeah. want shit. You Nobody. Know? You don't even know you're in a fight till you're punched in the mouth. Oh, mm. right. Sorry, what? Something like that. Uh, everybody's got a game plan. Everyone's I think it was got everyone's a got a game plan until you get punched in the face. Right. Something like that. <laughs> the problem with the newer generation is, 
they get so offended by words that they say shit that's more offensive than what I said. And yeah. if I'm more offended by what they said about me offending them, they're going to get a black eye yeah. or they're going to get blood on their shirt because I'm going to pop them. Like, I'm not, I'm not one that, I'm not going to play that shit. Listen, we grew up old school. Most of us are at an age now where, well, I mean, you're still pretty young. I mean, you're 24. Oh. I got 20 years on you. Matt's got uh, 17 years on yeah. you. I almost have a decade. Yeah, so he's almost <laughs> 10 years on you, you know? Yeah. Like, I grew up in an era where, uh, and and don't <laughs> don't single this out, but uh, uh, fag. Like, get ready, get your audio clip. Was just a funny word to call people. Like, you're just fun, like gay. Yep. You know, shit like that. You said it to your friends. It wasn't a big deal. It didn't mean shit. And all of a sudden, it's so offensive. It's fucking can't. You can't say that word no more to anybody. Yeah. Retarded. Didn't mean that somebody was disabled or slow or something like that. It meant your actions are fucking retarded. You're being <laughs> dumb, right? That's they even took it out of the song, song too. Yeah. <laughs> let's get retarded. And yeah. Now it's just, let's yeah. get it started. Yeah, let's get it started in here. Like, yeah. But they canceled one, so much shit and canceled people over it. That one, though, I, I, I don't, I'm a, I, I guess I can say I'm almost offended by that word. Yeah, I don't well, like. I don't, I don't like it very that much. Word. Just because you're you're saying someone's being dumb and you're comparing them to a person who's mentally handicapped. But I don't mean it that way. That's, <clears> that's not what I'm trying I mean, to do. But I see how you're taking. That's it. what yeah. the word yeah. is. That's what the word is for. That's how it's described. That's, used to that's describe I'm, I'm just saying that's so. not how it meant growing up. When yeah. I was growing up, that's not what we meant by it. It just meant your actions are just dumb. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm like it looks stupid. It had, it had nothing to do with another person that is disabled because there's disabled people that take down businesses. There's there's disabled people that are lawyers that do more than I could ever do in my lifetime yeah. that make more money than I do. Look at Stephen Hawkins. I mean, the guy was in a wheelchair most of his life, had to talk through the computer, died a multimillionaire. He's super done, smart. He super made a list smart. too. Made yeah, a list? and he made a list. Yeah. <laughs> He, uh, Going to the island. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, they flew him there. <laughs> yeah. A whole bunch of people made it to that island. Holy That's something shit. else we're going to get into in about 10, 15 minutes. Oh, is, yeah. Uh, those things. But, yeah. Uh, it's out on Netflix, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the the list? Mm -hmm. there, there was a watch yeah. that later. There was a great there was a great comedian. Uh well, there is a great comedian, not was, because he's still alive, but Christopher Titus. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Yeah. 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 Really Didn't he have comedian. a TV show? Yeah, Big the Trucks. Titus yeah. It was called Big something? Trucks and then, or something like that. I thought he had like a family show. Yeah, he had a family like, show where he, played him, show where he kind of played himself. Yeah. yeah. So he had like that one Titus too. Effect or something? Yeah, he had that yeah. one too. I've, I've heard about that one. But uh, he had a he has a great line starting out one of his uh, pot or one of his uh, stand-up shows where he talks about the word retarded. You know, he's like, I absolutely hate that word. And if you use it in front of me, you're going to deal with me physically. He said, you know, the, you know somebody that, he he's like he he's put it in the way that i was just trying to put it you know he's like you know when you somebody in a wheelchair or somebody that's autistic or somebody that is a little slower that's not retarded they've taken down businesses and they've made you know some of them have been in uh politics and made laws and shit like they've done great things and, and you know he says he says that's not retarded but if you are a fully capable human and you end up addicted to meth living under a bridge, that, my friend, is retarded. <laughs> you know? And that's what I'm getting at. Like, when I when I used to say the word, it never meant, 
like that guy over there because I was friends with everybody. Like one of my best friends growing up, his name was Mark Server. He passed away years ago. He was born with cerebral palsy and he was in a wheelchair and uh, he was in a motorized wheelchair. His whole life he was in it. And uh, they lived a couple roads down from us in the trailer park. And I'd go down there and hang out with Mark. Nobody else in the park went over to Mark's and hung out with him, but I'd go over there and sit with him for hours. We'd talk about comic books and toys and shit, you know, and had fun playing with toys. He was one of my friends. I never looked at him any different, you know. He was just, he was nice to me. He was just a nice guy. And he spoke really well and very intelligent, very artistic. He could draw. Even though he had cerebral palsy, he couldn't move very well, but he could draw really, really good. And it was it was sad when he passed away, man, because, you know, he lived his whole life in a wheelchair and never got to experience anything really, you know. Yeah, and people probably just thought he was weird. You yeah. Know, but people like that are normal, you know, smarter than. Completely normal. Yeah, it could be smarter than you. Yeah. You know, I mean. He probably yeah. was. Yeah. He was a very intelligent guy. And, uh, you know, I, I've, I, I try to. Um, the, the older I get, the wiser I become. And I've learned a lot of lessons in my life. What, what's that quote from, uh, hopefully that's what people are doing. What's that quote from lone survivor? Um, fingers crossed, you know, yeah. uh, they say it's the frogman speech. Um, I've been around the world twice, talked to everyone once, been to three world fairs, uh, seen two whales fuck. I even know a man in Thailand with a wooden cock. I pushed more Peter, more sweeter, and more completer than any other Peter pusher around. I'm a hard-bodied, hairy-chested, rootin', tootin', shootin', parachutin', demolition, double-cap, crippin' frog man. There's, uh, what does he say? Uh, there's nothing I, there's nothing I can't do, or there's nothing I can't do. Um. I, I can drive all kinds of trucks, two buys, four buys, six buys, those big motherfuckers that go when you step on the brakes. <laughs> uh, anything in life worth doing is worth overdoing. Moderation is for cowards. You know, uh, I've learned a lot of lessons in my life. Never shoot a large caliber man with a small caliber bullet. You know, shit like that. And uh, I, but I've learned I've learned a lot of lessons in my life about how to treat people. And I think it's come... You know, growing up with the last name of Dick, I was picked on a lot growing up. I, and I, I didn't have a whole lot of physical disabilities. Like, I was a, one of – I would put me in probably the top five hockey players that have ever come out of my school. But I never played organized hockey. I always played pond hockey in men's leagues. So, growing up, it was all pond hockey. But I was probably top five hockey player come out of my school. Uh, I played football four years. I played baseball for three years. Like – I could play sports, never had disabilities, but I got picked on a lot. And it really hurt me to be picked on a lot. And then I did seven years in the Army. I don't know why the fuck I did that with that last name, but <laughs> I got picked on even worse in the Army. I bet. Yeah. But I've learned. Um, and that's why I think I love that quote so much. Everybody you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. I'll give anybody a chance. Just don't fuck me over. Yeah. Once you, once you, once you disrespect me, you're dead to me. Unless... I have a reason I have to be around you. Like there's people that we work with at our center that I will never spend a waking second out of work near them ever because I have nothing to say about them, nothing good to say about them, but I will be nice at work. 
because it's my job and I don't want that bad energy there. And I want to come in and be smiling and happy and upbeat and go do my job. And we're just pumped up to be there. You know, I hate when people come in with bad attitudes. It just drops the energy level in there and it makes it harder for my day to go by smooth. I want it to be uplifting and good work. But I try really hard not to judge people based on their past, based on their cultures, based on their race, based on how they do anything. I base, I, I judge people by how they treat me, you know, and I think that's fair. I don't, it's like if I, but I will judge people on how they treat the people that I have in my circle. If somebody at work come up to Matt and disrespected him, not physically, but verbally, first off, Matt's going to punch him in the face because he's going to match their energy right off the bat. And they're going to get hurt. <laughs> For sure. Uh, <clears throat> and it's happened once. <laughs> it, it has happened. Right. Yeah. Me and another kid were um, getting in an argument because he was talking about not having to do something because he had an eight-hour request in or something. You know, and I'm just going to come back, park my truck, and I'm not going to do these stops. And I was like, dude, that's fucking bullshit. And he started saying something, and Matt fucking went off on him. Spit. And Matt threw a donut on the ground. Like, if you know Matt and he's eating a donut, he throws it down, he's pissed. But if somebody came in and disrespected Matt and Matt didn't do nothing but hurt his feelings, like, you're you're dead to me. Like, you, you hurt my friend. I have nothing else to say to you. Like, you're not a good person. I'm done with you. Yeah. Same, if I see someone disrespecting Josh or disrespecting you, I will – try my hardest to understand why and then if it was way out of that control like you're just we're done like you disrespected my friends like i can't have that in my life i don't want to be around that them people yeah yeah like i'm glad um like when i first started i had that incident with muhammadu yeah and i'm glad like we could like hopefully look back on that and just like misunderstanding you know right and it's just like I'm glad that he sees me as like just a nice person, you know, right. I hope, you know, and, and that's, and that's another thing too. Like I cannot like somebody because they disrespect, disrespected my friend. But if like, say someone disrespects Matt, Matt goes up to him later on and says, do what the fuck was that all about? And they have a conversation. They, they squash it. They hash it out. It's good to go. Matt tells me, yeah, you know, it was just Mr. He said this It kind of hurt my feelings. So I called him out on it and we had a talk and we're, we're good now. I'd be like, all right, me and him are good now because <laughs> <laughs> I had nothing to do with it, but you disrespected my best friend. Like we're, we're good now. Cause you squashed it with my best friend, you know, like I can't have that in my life, but, uh, yeah, no, I try to be very understanding to people. You know, I guess that's where I was getting at. Fuck. We got like 40 miles away on the dirt roads. <laughs> that's outside, didn't we? That's, that's what we do. Wow. That's well, what we do. Let's bring it back. To, we can bring it back a little bit. We're let's, about. let's bring it back. So now there's another thing I want to talk to you about because, um, well, there, there's two things. One thing before we get into the other big thing. Um, so raised up in, in the Lakota culture, you know, Native American culture, um, are you guys taught anything or learn anything about other Native American cultures around the country? Um, no, not very much. Just respectful to the other tribes. You know? Do you learn what the other tribes are? Um, yeah. Yeah. How many, how many other tribes do you know of? Um, all seven in Montana. Okay. Um, what are the seven in Montana? We got uh, Cheyenne. You got Crow. You got Fort Peck. Uh, you got Fort Belknap. Um, you got CSKT, Confederate Salish Kootenai Tribe. Okay. Um, you got Blackfoot. 
And uh, I'm going to say Nez Pierce. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. There's quite a few nations yeah, in, in I think, Montana. I think that's where most natives are is in Montana. In Montana. Yeah. What is the, what is the biggest, uh, well, I don't know if you would know this or not, but what is the biggest um, tribe of Native Americans in the country? Like the area of the reservation or people? Or, uh, population. People. Population. People? In the people. nation? Yeah. Because mm. like, like, I don't know why Navajo comes to my mind. Um, or the Cherokee, or like the the Blackfoot, Blackhawks, or yeah. Blackfeet, Blackfoot over by uh, the Mississippi River and stuff. You know where they run at? Hmm. I want to say Cherokee. Cherokee is the largest statistic number. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but a lot of that is um, it's like unofficial numbers. It's just people right. who claim. You know. Okay. Yeah. So like like. 50% of them could be like a 16th Cherokee yeah. that are white man, you know? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, something like that. But um, That yeah. seems to be one of them that people claim a lot. Yeah, that's what you were saying in the beginning. Yeah, it is. Like, oh, my most God. white people that claim to be native are Cherokee. Yeah. Or, my, yeah, or Choctaw. My, my yeah. great-great-grandfather is Cherokee. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like yeah that. then after that, it's like, yeah. So I'm like a 61, 64th. Yeah. I got two things that I wanted to circle circle back on. Okay. Talking about food. We're talking about food. <laughs> okay. I, of course, Matt wants to talk about food. Let Love it. Know. Yeah, why, why would I talk about food? There's <laughs> a, so the, the Hopis, they do a lot with corn, and they do a lot with uh, blue corn. And one of the one of the things my my uh, great grandmother and my grandmother used to make is it's, they call it peaky bread. <clears throat> and they 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 make like a meal and they they have it. They have a whole house. It's called they called it the peaky house because that's where the oven was and that's where the, they would make it. They they make it super super thin. They I don't know if they make like some kind of cornmeal or something and, and they spread it out on stone and, and they roll it up. So it almost looks like a giant burrito because it's rolled up and you see all the layers, but it's their paper thin layers and they, they bake it and it's just crispy, flaky, and it's got a very distinct taste. I don't even, I couldn't mm. even describe it, <clears throat> but it's really, really good. It's almost sounds like, yeah. like a baklava kind of deal. Like yeah. Like almost like layered. It's super layered. Like a, like a, what's that? Uh, like a tamale or? Not, not quite like a, it's just, but it, it's super thin, flaky, and it's just crunchy. You bite into it and it's just crunches like like a like paper i mean it's like crunching on super thin because it's all paper thin it's, it's pretty cool pretty good i haven't had it's kind of a mild taste it's not super salty it's not sweet so it's just kind of a bland but you get the you get the real flavor of the corn <clears throat> that's a really cool one cool yeah, food uh, well based on that i got a question for you so like uh what is the most used ingredient when you guys make like pastries or breading or stuff like that the most used um well it kind of depends on what you're making because i'm sure you guys live off the land you know i yeah. mean most reservations do like especially the the older native americans that have lived off the land for years they use all that stuff yeah and they bring like a traditional meal or something right like, like wheat oats corn yeah. um there's a berry it's uh june berry you guys familiar with the june berry i've heard of it yeah so we can make a soup out of it you collect a whole bunch you know you put it in a pot you boil it you add water you add your sugar it's called wojapi <coughs> it's delicious i mean frick, I, could, I could eat bowls of this shit all day <laughs> you know yeah it's, it's really good um just a bunch of smashed up june berries in a bowl water sugar boil it all day great filling meal you know? oh wow yeah i'm natural you know you just have to go get it off a bush you know 
that's one thing on the reservation too. You're either a berry picker or you're a hunter. Right. You know, that's the two things you either got to learn. You know, you got to learn how to know your vegetation or know what you're killing and know, you know, what right. to eat and what not. Yeah. yeah. And stuff. Yeah. So like you said, basically it depends on what you're making, what the base is. Yeah. Like if you're making a, if you're making a cornmeal, of course you can use corn. Yeah. If like, you're making oatmeal, you can use oats. Yeah. Or like yeah. you come across like a, um, like a turnip patch or something like that. You know, that's a lot of, cause I don't really think we used much corn. I would say like turnips, you know, which is like a carrot out of the Turnips ground. are gross. Yeah, turnips are <laughs> gross, but they grow up naturally <laughs> all over. But yeah, no, my, gra gross. my grandma used to make us eat them all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But how, how do you decide, like, um, do, do you as the person just decide if you're going to be like a hunter or like the berry picker, like yeah, you it, said? Yeah, it depends on just like you? you follow okay yeah. yeah that's cool it can probably depend on some skills too because if you're just horrible <laughs> you yeah you can't if you're not picking yeah. it up yeah. right yeah you like, can't remember what's uh, what but you can shoot a bow why does he keep like, coming yeah. back why does he keep coming back with an empty quiver and no meat <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it's like you, yeah, you go might, pick some berries dude <laughs> yeah it might not be your thing yeah, yeah. so the I, other the other well, the other thing i wanted to circle back was was names it's kind of cool seeing seeing the similarities because like I guess I grew up with the with the Hopis and because uh, even though he's my stepdad he's he adopted me and I I did all that all that cool stuff too and uh, so so my my Indian name is Dawakwiba, which means the rising sun oh, and my brother got a, he's he's got I I really I don't know I really kind of connect with that it's just it, I don't know it's it, it's got a lot of meaning yeah. meaning for me and <clears throat> my brother's is, his is pretty cool his is Dawakwiba. Which what was this? his is, which one is? No, his is Quahapia, which is eagle hunting, an eagle hunting. And I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So, what would you say yours was again? Dawakwiva. Dawakwiva? Yeah. And it means the rising the sun. The rising sun. You think that's because you're half, half Japanese? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's kind of a coincidence. Yeah, I don't know. yeah it no, is. It feels cool though because it's unique. Yeah. You they're know, all unique. The the elders and the the the, the wives, the old the women of the, the tribe, they yeah. they do that and they, they decide they decide your name and they kind of look at you and do that whole through the whole ceremony and yeah. then they, they give you your name. It's pretty cool. That that's one thing that like me and Josh as white men <laughs> you know and straight out of the suburbs <laughs> that, 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 that's the thing though like matt's not native american but he grew up in a culture like that where his dad you know uh brought him into that stuff and gave him them opportunities and he was given a cool name like that so he's got a native american name yeah. uh we didn't grow up in that type of environment so we weren't given and and then you know i have a birth name that my parents gave me and, there is meaning to my name because my parents had six kids and we all had the same initials and either our first or middle name is a name out of the Bible. And that's what they gave us. So just my name alone has some meaning to it, but it's nothing fucking cool like your guys is, <laughs> you know, like I, I wish that our culture would have had stuff like that, but we didn't. So I'm kind of sad about that. Yeah. It's just differences but, in cultures. But speaking of Matt, getting a name like that and asking him if he got that name because he's Japanese and, you know, half Japanese and it's the rising sun, that could be a conspiracy. So that's another thing I wanted to get into with you because it's something that we've talked about at work before is conspiracy theories. And I know that you're a big conspiracy theory guy mm -hmm. and you look pretty deep into a lot of them. And uh, 
um, we you actually just mentioned for a second Epstein Island when we were talking about Stephen Hawkins and that there's a documentary on it and stuff. Um, do you believe that our country is actually smart enough to pull off half these conspiracies? No. No? No. I mean, if you take a look at 9-11, you know, they took a picture of all those beams, you know, I mean... Um, Jet fuel doesn't yeah. melt steel beams, yeah, that yeah. whole thing. Yeah, and the thing was, and, like, they really looked into it, like, a couple weeks ago, you know, you had a weird construction crew come in and work on the structure part of it, I guess, you know, but... Um, you know, I, I really think our government's shitty at hiding secrets. Do you think 9-11 yeah. was a conspiracy? Um, <clears throat> I think 9-11 was an inside job, you know. I don't. Yeah, I think it was an inside job. I think <clears throat> they did some poor decision-making where it was, like, necessarily, like, it's kind of like George Carlin said, you think they're smart enough to, like, do all this, like, crazy stuff. I think they're just openly pissing in our faces. They don't, they don't. They don't care. They, they don't, don't want to. They don't. They don't need to hide it because they right. know we're going to discuss it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they know we're all going to come up with. Yeah, there'll be like two yeah. sides to it too, and it'll yeah. pretty much just make they, it. They know the conspiracy is going to create itself. Yeah. So why even hide it? Just do it and fuck it, right? Yeah. Um. You know, I, I guess the longer the longer I talk to people about nine eleven being a conspiracy, I can see where it would be an inside job, especially when you get some of the. Uh, but, but then again, you know, a lot of the stuff that is being put out there about it being a conspiracy is coming from certain sides of certain things. So who knows if any of that information is true. The stuff that you read is the stuff that is told on certain websites and the stuff that someone else reads is told on certain websites. And it's the stuff that your morals and ethics and your upbringing and beliefs has you going one way and you read this and well it's got to be right and but if you read that you'd be like that's wrong this is right and then they read that and they're like yeah you're wrong this is right so <clears throat> conspiracies just throw me off because you know i mean the whole thing is you you make your own assumption of it like if you were to if you were when you talk to people or you watch the videos of people that talk about being down on broadway the day the World Trade Center was hit, or downtown, the day the World Trade Center was hit, and they watched the planes fly into the building. You can't, the, the, you know, because they talk about how, well, you take the plane out and the building just exploded and the plane was never there. How do you, how do you debunk a million people's sworn testimonies that a plane flew into the building? How do you debunk that? Well, do you think a 737 can knock down a tower like that? Yes. You think so? I really do. I think that if a plane, I think that if you had a 200-story building and the plane hit at 120 floors and you have thousands and thousands of tons of steel and debris collapsing even one floor, I think it could take down a whole building. I really do think so. Yeah. It'd be like, okay, if you set up a whole Jenga block and you just rip the freaking middle out of the Jenga block, are they all going to be standing at the end? No. And it, I mean, it's not well, the same construction. And well, if you do it, if you do it fast enough, you can get the whole thing to just drop. Down. I suppose. Yeah, I've, you, you might be it. able to. Yeah. yeah, I've done it with the middle one, where there's one solo middle one, and you just flick it, and the whole thing just drops straight down. So yeah, that's that's, that, that's the whole. No, no, I get what you're saying. But <laughs> I get what you're talking about. That was just about. one example. I mean, it was just one, for instance, right? Um, 
but do I think that it could have been an inside job? Yes. Do I think our our government or sectors of our government could have set that up to where the planes flew into it? I do believe the planes flew into it, and I do believe they fell. Yeah. But I do believe that it happened under uh, really skeptical circumstances. Yeah. Like there was money being hidden and stuff had been done that needed to be covered up. And I do think that's what happened. And I do think they just so happened to get the right people to do it so we could blame it on someone else. And I think the the only thing, and I've said it before, the one thing that makes me upset about even considering being conspiracy theory is that I went to war and I lost friends over there, over this shit. And it makes me feel like they died for nothing. And I don't like that feeling. And I think that's why I'm such a denier of it being cons a conspiracy theory. Yeah. I can see it being an inside job. And I, I understand what everybody says, but I, I, I do not believe that the planes never hit it. Like, I don't think that that's part of the conspiracy. They're covering no. up that planes didn't hit it. No, planes hit them. Planes hit the towers. I mean, you, you can't hide planes. They hit the towers. Whether there was an explosion and they were imploded themselves, whatever, by whoever else, planes did hit the towers. They did collapse. And I do think they did collapse. But I don't want to believe that. Our government killed 3,500 people down in New York that day just to go to war with Iraq over some oil. I, I just, I don't want to believe it. And I think that's why I'm so stuck on it not being a conspiracy theory to me. Well, I, that, mean, if, I mean, I mean, I get that. Cause if that's, I mean, if that's true, then that's a really horrible reason to be able to deploy our troops out there. It is. That's, a, I mean, for that to be the kickoff <clears throat> of, of us and the, and the reason for us going to, to war out there to to kill a whole bunch of our own people is is it's horrible yeah That's, i mean if that if, innocence and yeah a whole bunch i mean there's a lot of people things. that were just there working just doing their thing and then to think that our government would crash a plane into our uh, a building like that just to kill people to to get basically to get votes to go to war <clears throat> that's yeah you know, that's crazy because technically we lost over that whole 9-11 debacle we lost you know almost 9,000 people with yeah. Afghanistan and Iraq and what happened down there that day. We've lost almost 9,000 American lives over that shit. Yeah. And, and you know, when, when it comes to thinking of that, of going to war for reasons, you know, people think the only reason we went to war with Vietnam was for their opium, for drugs. And wasn't it to help the French too? Well, something? it was to help the French and it was to help Viet South Vietnam. I mean, we were allies with them and North Vietnamese were trying to take them over and make it a communist country. Yeah. And they didn't want that. So we went over there to help them. Wasn't the leader of North North Vietnam, didn't he like ask for the United States' help too in the beginning? He might have he asked like for him against the French. He was like a big like a supporter of the U.S., but then we went Could to have been. I don't know. I don't know a whole lot about it. I wish I knew more about the history of war because I would love to understand it's definitely, the reasoning for it, you know? Yeah. It's definitely going to be probably... Like, I know <laughs> that, funny enough, like, I know when you get older, too, you start getting fascinated with war yeah. as, as a guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, you'll you'll start, like, probably looking into, like, uh, World War Twos and stuff like that. All the Oh, I listened to a whole book. Yeah, I listened see? to a whole book, The History <laughs> of World War Two. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, people say we went to World War Two over some shit, and it was all conspiracy. You know why we went into World War Two? 
because Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor. Yeah. We went there to kick their ass because for revenge. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, it's all your fault, man. Yeah. We should hate him for that, right? I thought I thought it was uh, I thought it was I thought World War II was Hitler trying to take over Europe. Right? That's where people don't understand, right? 1941, December 7, 1941, Pearl Harbor was bombed by the Japanese. They wanted to catch us while we weren't aware of it. We didn't think anything was going on. We hadn't gotten involved in France yet with Germany. We haven't gotten into any of that yet. We didn't start there until like 1943. That was like two years after we went to Japan. We took over uh, when we fought in uh, Taiwan and Midway and all that shit over there. And mm -hmm. we took them islands slowly but surely. But I was telling Matt, <laughs> I was telling Matt after I listened to the book, I was like, them fucking Japanese were vicious fucking people. Yeah. I mean, they had concentration camps of 100,000 people, Americans. Yeah. And they would just execute them. And they didn't give them. a fuck. <laughs> and beat them and eat them. Yeah. yeah. Like, they were cannibals and shit. They'd feed them to crocodiles and shit. Like, they were vicious people. Well, but that was also their that's culture, how, too, though. I mean, that's the way they were. Like, it's, it's, it's getting their power. It's sad. And it, the, the thing is, is like, you know, there's... There, there, there comes a point when everybody should be accountable for their history. And the history of white people is just as bad, if not even better, than not being worse than the history of the Japanese people over in them islands when they were killing all them people. I mean, it, it's comparable. The history of Germans with Jews, comparable. The history of tribesmen with regular africans in africa is comparable but because it happened in a country that was so new that has so many new laws that are written for a society like this white people are held so accountable for all that shit you know and there's never uh there's no there's no accountability to anybody else who treated people like shit it's just the white people treated people like shit so we're all shunned and we're we're, we're considered the devil you know um also applying like today's standards of society on past historical events right is another thing that people get a big misconception of too they look back on like those times and then they try to apply what we would like have today you know and it's just like yeah. that's not how it really was it was <clears throat> way more brutal back then you know well, like, just for for instance, last year when they reversed Roe versus Wade, Roe v. Wade, mm -hmm. for abortion, um, women are like, "Oh, we're going back to the nineteen forties. Like we're going back. Do you want us to stay in the kitchen now? You want us to do this? If if you want to, <laughs> like if you want it that bad, I mean, women fought for them rights years ago. Roe v. Wade has nothing to do with." Back then, it has something to do with nowadays with women abusing that right. That's why they're reversing it. There was a woman in California <clears throat> that had had like 21 abortions just because she could. She just was getting pregnant to have them just because she wanted to do it. Hmm. She ruined it for a lot of women that need abortions. Like, just because it's your right to do it doesn't mean you have to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not, I mean, I get it. It's your right. I Like, like Matt says. I don't have a vagina. I don't have anything to say about it. I got something to say about it. 
I don't give a fuck. See that sign? It says I can say whatever I want, right? <laughs> right? That means I can say what I want. We're on this podcast. We're on this platform. As long as you say with all due respect. Yeah. With all due, it doesn't mean you can say whatever you want. Right? Sure as hell does. Look it up. It's in the Geneva Convention, right? Um, but I, you know, I, I can say whatever I want about it because that's our right. I'm not, I'm not creating hate speech. I'm not being mean. I'm not giving you fighting words, <laughs> you know. I'm just telling you my opinion on it. Yeah. You know, I think that I, personally when it comes to abortion, and I've said it down here before, I think that if a woman has a right to get an abortion, if the man don't want her to get an abortion and she does anyway, um, that's an issue. Yeah, that If the man wants her to get an abortion and she wants to have the baby, I don't think he should have to pay child support. He didn't want the kid. Why don't we have an opinion in it? Yeah. I have an opinion to say something about abortion for that reason. There's men that are being screwed by child support because this woman wanted to have a baby. They, he knew that they were not financially ready to have a baby. He wanted her to have an abortion because he couldn't take care of this baby. And then she had it anyway because now she has a free payday from this dude. Yeah. I, that's not right. And that's my opinion on abortion. I don't think it's fair. And I think it needs to be where it, it, it needs to be. It, it needs to be without a doubt medically impairing to you to have the child before you can have an abortion. That's what I think. And if you're not financially ready, you shouldn't have to have a baby. But don't be out there just, what, there's like a 400% chance now you can't get pregnant. You got the plan B pill. You got blockers. You got UTIs. You got condoms. You got birth control. Other places. Other places. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no. But if you, but if, <laughs> can't, have, can't have a butt baby. Why you gotta bring that up, dude? Yeah. I've never heard anybody having a butt baby. But there was a woman in India that had a baby after a blowjob because she got stabbed in the That's stomach true. and got oh, into her yeah. uterus. That's I true. heard about that. They got into her tube. Broke in the got into her, her ex her ex lover caught him. Just just after oral, after she gave her her new her new boyfriend a blowjob, and he stabbed them both, and and it perforated the stomach, and that made it, semen still made its way up, made its way down. Oh. That's like what Virgin the crap. Have you guys Crazy. seen the one where the where a guy got pregnant? Have you seen that one? No, there a guy, a, guy, or a girl, a guy. guy, guy. Like I'm talking, like he was born a man, you know, and um, yeah, he conceived a child. Oh shit. Yeah, I don't know how that works, but uh, I don't know how that works. Where's a C-section for sure? <laughs> I've taken some shits that <laughs> that's, feel like baby. That's not coming out of me. <laughs> but there ain't no fucking way. That's called a food baby. I don't even no. understand how that would be possible. Yeah, but <clears throat> it was possible. It happened somewhere on the East Coast. It must have been. Like it must it's have crazy. been born with both. Yeah, with both reproductive organs. Yeah, so well, must have uh, been uh, a hermaphrodite, right? Yeah, Something. what they call. Yeah. I, I guess that could be possible, but you would have to be born with female organs. There's yeah. no possible way for a man to have a baby. Yeah, it can't happen. You have to have something in there that creates babies. Yeah, uh, you know, it's you know, believing in God. You know, uh, there's a magical, special design to each person that's created, but there is only two genders. There's male and female. I don't, you know, fight me, on, fight me for it. Like, fight me on it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Curr it's just change my mind. Uh, currently, there's 31 new genders. I thought there was more. Yeah, there, there's, there's that 31. Is, that's ridiculous. There's 31 <laughs> cases of mental illness. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Pretty much. Yeah, you that's do about a mental evaluation. 29. All those people and 
29. Yeah, because there's actually two <laughs> So there's only 29 now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Quick math. Quick math. Boom. Not just a hat rack, my friend. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Uh, so. Conspiracy theories. What are some other conspiracy <laughs> theories? Yeah, let's get back to that. Bigfoot. So what are so what are some other conspiracy <laughs> theories that really uh, draw your attention? Uh, there's a government within our government. Like shadow puppet? No, like, yeah, kind of. Like, um, certain government officials don't have access to Area 51, so to say. You know, that only a certain amount of people right. get, like, special treatment. You like have, the Cool Kids Club. Something like that, yeah, but within a Cool Kids Club. Hmm. No, our government's not cool. So it's no. Not, it's not no. a Cool Kids Club inside Yo, but, of a Cool Kids Club. It's a Cool Kids Club inside of a bunch of dementia-ridden old yeah, people's club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> but, no, I, I mean, I, I could see that. I really could. What were some of the other conspiracies we talked about? Shoot. We talked about the JFK assassination. Yeah. Uh, Raven Rock would be a good one. We talked is... about QAnon? Yeah. Didn't we talk about QAnon? I think we, we talked... talked about QAnon. What was... So what was, uh, what, what's Raven Rock? That's like, uh, people are like, oh, they got tunnels underneath uh, Denver Airport. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we did talk yeah. about that. We yeah. talked about the Denver Airport. We talked airport. about the Denver yeah. Airport. And then there's somewhere in like Illinois, they have a second facility like that in the middle of nowhere. You know, it's like people like call a it test thing. Yeah, yeah, people call it the second area fifty one. And like the caves and storage stuff yeah. is supposed to be in yeah. uh uh what's the faces? I'm blanking. Uh Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Rushmore. Yeah. 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 Rushmore. And pretty much like they got this plan, they got people living down there and like a, about the size of a city. You know, like if hmm. we were to be nuked or something like that, they would already have plans. Okay, this is how we're gonna collect taxes after everything goes down, you know, we got a plan to rebuild the government and Everything you know, pretty much. It's well, they do have NORAD. Yeah, yeah. But I'm how, sure they how good have contingencies? How how great was NORAD before they caught that fucking weather balloon in Montana? I don't really put much faith in. You know, I think that was built in like what the '60s and the '70s. It was built a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about the Chinese weather balloon that was caught in Montana. Yeah, yeah that when people actually had to see it, you know, they didn't catch it on NORAD or nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, well, uh, didn't up, happen the way you wanted. Update. The game update on the KC won 26-7 over Miami. Seven. First round playoffs. Wild card weekend. This is the wild card. Yeah. Ooh, another. Um, you guys into like AI and stuff like that? Like, do you think the world would turn into like. I'm uh, scared the fuck like, of it. Like iRobot. <laughs> I'm scared of it. Like or, the movie Chappie. Or the Terminator. Yeah, or like Terminator. I don't you know? want it to. Yeah. Like you guys ever seen the movie Chappie? Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, it. I've yeah, heard with that. Uh, Diane Wood. Or yeah, I think they put a little more artsy spin on it, but yeah, those yeah. guys. Like, could you imagine? You know, someone building robots and they could just change something. You know, like okay. Have you seen the creator yet? No, I haven't. No, I want to see that. I want to watch. Is that. it good? Yeah, I, yeah, I, I do see that. I do have a feeling AI though. Thing. If if true AI, AI was invented, I do. I can I can get behind Terminator because they would really see that we are destroying things, and all we're doing is fighting with each other. And and if if they can compute that we actually are destroying the environment, I think they would want us gone. They mm -hmm. would realize that we are the real parasite of this earth. Yeah, that, that nature has its balance, the animals and and that whole thing has its has its harmony, and they would realize that we're the ones that don't belong. <laughs> Yeah. We're the ones screwing things up. That's why I'm scared of it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think humans play God too much. Yeah, I like, well, they want to, we want to try. 
yeah. we want to think you know, we are. You know what the scariest thing about it is, though? Is that we play God too much, so we're going to create something that's going to judge us. Yeah. And then they're going to realize they're better than us, and we're going to get wiped the fuck out. Just go have a kid. That or leave. Thank God Hopefully it will in my lifetime. Go away. I'm not going to live to be a 1,000 years old. You know I don't need- think it's going to happen in the next 10, 20 years. I don't think they're going to have sophisticated AI in that quick a time. You don't need to play with a computer and it might. to do that. I don't just- see it. We didn't have these a couple of years ago. Have Little what? computers in our hands. Oh, we've had those around for what? When was the first computer built? Nineteen forty-eight or something like that. Yeah, but it was the size of, of a room, a giant, a giant room. It all, was. They just it, made it smaller and better. All yeah. it really, yeah, but and that, and that one, all that really did was, it was like a calculator. Yeah. Just it just did some basic computation. It wasn't even super complicated. I still don't see them building robots that'll take over the world in twenty years. Have you seen what? Uh, what is his name? Who's, who's the guy that does Twitter? Elon Musk. Musk? Yeah. yeah, didn't you see his new uh, commercial with the new AI robots <laughs> shooting his... Uh, they went to like a gun range and the one robot gave another one a gun and he started shooting his truck and the other robot got out of the truck. He's like, I'm okay. Yeah, and I, th- I think they're talking about... It's crazy. Dudes. Elon Musk is building these AIs now to do the repetitive jobs that no one else wants to do you know yeah yeah they're trying to do cdl first yeah like truck drivers that's the problem is that everyone's going to need those jobs still whether yeah. people want to do them now or not there's going to be a group of people in this world you know we just hit eight billion people is on it, earth is it true though that there is because somebody they were saying one of the arguments for that is is there's not enough long road truckers there, so there is they're saying that they're not going to take that many jobs because there's not enough of them now and we need more of them yeah that's probably true and i mean i mean i mean if we had a, if we had a freaking robot bringing our our triples we would get everything on time i mean i'm sorry <laughs> yeah. he's not very reliable or else or else they're going to be crashed in the side of the road somewhere yeah that too but yeah. i mean well i don't could, think he could do the same thing the, yeah. the, the there's well there's a dirty one right here that's right outside the door it's really bad my son hasn't cleaned the cat boxes even though he was told to i don't know if he did the hard thing with being up here too would be like they're they're relying on like the cameras and if you can't see the lines of the road because the snow yeah i don't think that that would work out yeah but what i mean i i understand one of their arguments is is their argument what they did they said two things about because i guess there's there's already trucks that self-driving trucks that are doing overnight hauling and taking stuff because that's still we need that mm-hmm. we, we you can't get around that we we have to have that commodity we need that those resources to get to where they need to go yeah. but they were saying that there's there's not enough tr- over the road there's not enough long long haul truckers now as it is and human error driving that long is it's dangerous yeah i mean it's not it, i mean people fall asleep all the time Road people just yeah or you get into a zone and you just kind of zone out and you barely remember what's going on and you're just kind of driving on reflex and that's dangerous i mean accidents and there's a lot of stuff like that i mean i see that argument yeah but i mean i don't i'm not sure if that's a it's a if that's a valid point that they're bringing up yeah but i like i like joe rogan's idea about like how uh we're we're giving birth like we're the caterpillar making the cocoon for whatever is gonna like be the next step i guess like because we're always making technology better and better and better 
and we're just like kind of monotony like monotony going across our lives just making better and better things and that's what's gonna give birth to like whatever the heck that is you know yeah i love i love technology yeah i, mean, you can I do look too around. don't get me wrong there's I some mean, fun tech in this room if you look, just if you look around i just i just worry about where that's taking us oh yeah it could yeah. go south real quick yeah because i mean i real love fast. i love gadgets i love cool technology i love cool cool gadgets yeah. and i love computers and i love all that kind of stuff and the, the but the the biggest problem with creating all this ai better and better and better all the time is it's making us lazier and lazier and lazier and lazier yep, yeah. wally and we're gonna i was just gonna say it's gonna end up like wally <laughs> so we're gonna eventually it's gonna turn out like that and yeah. it's just gonna be where they're gonna take us over because we ain't even gonna be in shape to fight them no yeah it's just it, it's sad to say but that's the way it's making us yeah. or we're just everybody's gonna realize oh i, I guess we had that coming you yeah. know who they're going to leave alone? The Amish people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're they're not even going to know. Like, oh, they're, they're okay. They don't disturb nobody. Fuck. Cool. They make their own furniture. Sweet. Yeah, All right. I guess. Unless they see that, oh, they're chopping down too many trees to make that furniture. Right. Gone. Yeah. You know, the, the other, they're, they're a hazard to the environment. Yeah. They're raising. With their, with their horse shit. They've got too much. Yeah. Too many horses, too many cows. That's creating too much methane. The smoke coming off their bearings on their carriage too fast is creating <laughs> a nasty fume in the environment you know they might they yeah. might kill all the cows too because it's too much methane that's that's methane's really bad for the environment it is it is unfortunately well, like i was listening to joe rogan when he had elon musk on there and elon musk is an environmentalist and he says uh he said you know i'm an environmentalist i i'm all for the environment he said but he said we could as humans we could do 10 times more damage to the planet than we've already done in our our solar or our uh, atmosphere would still be the exact same he said it wouldn't matter a bit he said that's not what's creating the issues and until they find out what's absolutely creating the issues because everything else is statistics you know we've talked about it before like you know just because someone like throughout time like people say science 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 that's the fact that's the end all say all you know of everything just because some guy way back in the day figured something out from what he knew doesn't mean it's right it's what he knew that's it it doesn't mean it's right i mean there's so many scientific facts from back in the day that are being redone and figured out that oh he was wrong this is right in 50 years someone's going to look back at that dude's work and say nope he was wrong that's the this problem is right. with, that's the problem with science that you're saying this science this is fact this is fact then somebody then we learn more information and they go oh well he wasn't exactly right it's, he was halfway there right or he was three quarters of the way there or he was he was partially right this now we have this this information let's add this information and this information that we just learned and let's go this direction yeah so that's science is fallible it's See it's that? ever growing and ever changing that's kind of that's kind of interesting too because like being on the other side of the more science thing like from my point of view like what you guys are saying i'm following it but I see the optimistic side of what you just said of saying like this guy did this thing this way with bad science and then just better the, science, just the science came, that he knew just right. the science was available right. to him. Yeah. Right. And then a guy 50 years after that came along, saw what he was doing. Yeah. Got better science 
then that became the standard. Right. And then 50 years from then, better science replaced that bad science. So it just progressively kept getting better. Like science isn't the end all be all. It's just the best way we could describe something because of the information that we gathered and we found out. So it's like, it only gets better with better science. Like if gravity, like to me, it wouldn't affect my worldview if gravity was like wrong today. If someone found a better way to describe gravity, that would just be the new standard. It would just be like, oh, it's it's better now. Because someone smart figured it out. And that's where we differ on that stuff is because... I don't give a fuck yeah. about how gravity. <laughs> I, I don't either, honestly. But I, I mean, I wake up and my knees hurt when I get off the couch yeah. or out of bed, and I go to work and I drive room room and make my money and then have fun on the weekends doing a podcast with my best friend. Right. I do. I do think it's cool though because if we're if our our I guess our our potential of understanding is a giant picture. And right now we're just zoomed in on a two inch square. Yeah. And the more and more we understand that that's, I mean, now we're at six inches. Now we're at eight inches. So yeah, just no. our, our better understanding of everything and how things work. And that, I, I think it's, right. it's, it's nice to, I totally to understand know what you're saying. The, yeah. That knowledge, that just knowledge is power going back way, way back. Well, what whenever I, that saying came up. What I, what I find funny about all of it though, is that from the beginning of time, whenever it was, doesn't matter. Um, somebody sees a little thing on the earth and they say, that's a stone. And now forever it's a stone. Mm-hmm. Somebody just made that a stone. Yeah. So there's no scientific reason it's a stone. There's no nothing else. Somebody just said, we're going to call that stone. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then you get in further into science or further into the world, you know, and they say, oh, what's that thing in the tree? What the fuck? Okay, it's called a tree, I guess. <laughs> so now they name they everything in this world has been named by man. It's all been named. Names have been made up. I don't know where the fuck they all came from. It's not science other than the scientific names they came out with, like around the nineteen or eighteen fifties. They started putting scientific names to everything, just so, to distinguish, just to distinguish it. Yeah. But them scientific names don't mean nothing because they're not made to, up they're made up by man yeah not to not to us in in a sense of like we're just i always have trouble verbalizing that word where it's just like we're doing it we're, we're just like you know armchair experts kind of deal we're using it colloquially i can't say the word colloquially colloquially yeah, yeah i know i know what word you're talking yeah, I know about what you're I'm, saying. Not, I'm not entirely sure how it's pronounced right so like we we're just using it like it's a dog but then you know they'll they'll like give a specific term to well, it some, just well, to you say it's, it's a dog and someone says no that's a poodle yeah so right. <laughs> like yeah. you're saying you're well like like i was saying i would there are i mean we were at two inch by two inch now we're at 10 or whatever you say it's a stone we're like, well that's granite right yeah. It's quartz. That's quartz. Yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. rock. Well, but it's like a, who named it's just it? A, it's a rock. Who named it granite? And who yeah. named it quartz? Who knows? And the, who named it those, stone? The things that we do with our mouths, we just like do stuff to distinguish things. Yeah. Right. You know, like we just, we give names to things like. Why is steak S-T-E-A-K instead of S-T-A-K-E? Oh, geez. Yeah. That's a whole thing. Yeah. See, that's but, why uh, English is one of the hardest languages. It is. It is. Yeah. That's one of yeah. those For things. sure. 
I've heard so many different comedians go off off on on all the different words and and how they're spelled the same. Where it's the same word, but they're spelled three different ways, and they mean obviously three different things. Yeah, mooses. Like, what and the heck, mooses. Yeah, moose and mooses. Moose and moose, <laughs> yeah. or geese and geese, or mice and mouse, and it's like uh, or red, red and yeah, red. Red, oh. red is a good oh, one. Yeah. You've there, R E. Yeah, there, 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 and there. Or read, read, and read. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, all you got the color you got the color red pronounced the exact same yep uh, yeah. resume 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 yeah, resume. yeah. <laughs> desert desert yeah but that, but but that but that's what i'm getting at right yeah. so everything in speech is phonetic yeah. which is made up you know phonetic is science it's like um that's the way we talk that's the way it's pronounced that's it and whether you believe it or not there's a science of speech and it's science is science it's just the way it oh, is oh yeah there's there's people who get degrees in linguistics and they, right they know all that stuff so yeah. everything everything was created you know as far as naming everything and stuff it was created by science and and what i'm getting at is science is fallible yeah. so and it's forever changing is it, what it, i was it's getting always at. changing right so like the the first man, like you said, that's a stone. Well, a man today um, looks specifies at it, and he and he specifies it. And says, okay, this is a a granulated quartz crystal dildo. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, a bajillion years old or whatever. Yeah, it's a billion years old. Yeah, like I, I like I don't believe in carbon dating. Yeah, I think uh, I think they're completely wrong with carbon dating, and that's where a lot of science is fallible is how old the Earth is mm -hmm. because they. They were carbon dating to find out how old stuff actually is, and they 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 planted a carrot and they grew it. I think it was like three weeks, and they pulled the carrot out of the ground and carbon dated it. Said it was four hundred years old. Like, yeah, I heard something about carbon that. dating yeah. is not right. Yeah. And right. I don't think they have any idea how old the universe is, and they say the old the universe is ever expanding and it's four and a half billion light years wide. And okay, well, it's four and a half billion years from here. To where they say it began to the big bang but i've never seen anything bang one direction other than a claymore mine maybe it blows up <laughs> toward the enemy so there's that's actually nine billion light years wide because there's a whole nother four and a half billion light years past the point of impact or I past think, the point of explosion right i know typically it blew up in a circle i have no idea how things blow up in space yeah i know what i've seen on star right. wars but i don't think one big bang is going to happen and come you know well i mean how could they even see in a direction where they could say where it started yeah i have no like, idea i don't understand it i don't understand the science of that i i don't i'm not going to pretend i know either i only listen to like so, a lot uh, of documentaries and stuff jake but. dick for president 2028 match beam of vice president uh first step is to get rid of nasa we're gonna save all that money. Space, we don't need what about Space Force, man? Space Force, oh, Space Force is fucking gone. Gone, <laughs> gone as fuck. Jeez. That that fake shit. Yeah. Uh, what is that? What's that one quote you always said about aliens? Oh, the the largest piece of evidence that that says there's life, intelligent life in the universe, is that none of them have tried to contact us. Yeah. Yeah, so they'll yeah. find us if they want. Uh, to. Yeah, they probably so fly by. Need to go look they, for them. Yeah, they see us and it's like, ooh. They're like they're like driving down the Milky Way Galaxy Highway, and they're just floating down, and they look over and see fucking McDonald's, <laughs> and they're like, "Over here's five guys and I, uh, 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 what's his name, Gordon Ramsay's Burger Joint, <laughs> and there's a fucking uh, Hell's Kitchen, and there's all these really fancy restaurants. To the right, there's Earth yeah. McDonald's. And like, yeah, well, yeah we're not gonna like, go eat that bullshit. No. Did you guys know the uh, 
the F-35s rated to take down UFOs. <clears throat> That's what they say. Yeah. 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 Mm, yeah, I was gonna say like, weren't they also just like hanging out in Miami too, like a couple yeah. weeks ago? Oh yeah, they had that big old thing. Oh, back to conspiracy, you know? Yeah. I don't know if you guys knew this, but in Great Falls, they have Maelstrom Air Force Base up there, you know, in Great Falls, Montana, yeah, yeah. which is I think the 147th uh, missile wing, you yeah. know. Um, back in the 80s and 90s, they they just released these documents after Trump released them to the public, you know. Um, yeah, aliens almost blew up Montana. Apparently, there was a large triangle um, craft that flew over the base, you know. A lot of lieutenants and captains observed it. Um, went back to the control room. Three of the four locks on the ICBM missiles were unlocked. They had no idea how the hell these lights turned off. But oh, this shit. thing was one lock away from turning great falls into a crater and this is actually like this is on documents like jeez yeah <coughs> that's crazy yeah it is crazy i don't know i don't know i'm not i can't I'm not explain a huge... it. it's unidentified i can't explain it it is yeah. i'm a yeah. huge i'm not a huge conspiracy guy so i don't look too deep into this stuff because i have a hard time believing it yeah but i mean like how would you feel like if you're like a captain or a lieutenant you know was coming like yo we saw this craft like in the air you know, like, how would you explain that to, like, your superior officer or something? I, you know? I have no idea. Like, what, what what the fuck do you think they would have to say? Damn. You know? Just, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I feel like they would face a lot of scrutiny. But how much did you drink day, before you came to work? Let me smell your breath. It would exactly probably be that situation, you know? Yeah. And you just have to be like, I don't know. That's, yeah. a, that's a huge problem with today's society is... You have to see it to believe it. And a lot of people don't take people's words on for fact or nothing. It's like, I wasn't there. I don't know. And so many people are discounted by what they've seen and what they believe because you didn't see it or you don't believe it. And I think that's something that we all have to deal with. And it's just the way the world is. I'm not going to tell Matt that ghosts don't exist because he's seen a ghost. He really believes and truly believes and knows that he's seen something that shouldn't have been there. I'm not going to tell him ghosts aren't real because he's seen it. That's an argument I don't want because I've never seen a ghost. But I do believe in ghosts. I believe in spirits. I believe that shit. I'm not going to tell him he don't believe in ghosts. I'm not going to tell you that I don't believe in skinwalkers because you grew up believing skinwalkers are real. And you've seen things that you can't explain to yourself. But you believe they're real. I'm not going to tell you they're not real. I'm not going to tell Josh God exists because he don't believe he exists. <laughs> you know, well, somewhat. I mean, he grew up in the church, but he. That's oh, where the agnostic part over comes time. In. He don't know whether he is or isn't there, but yeah. he wants to seeing is believing. That's what he said on the afterlife show. You know, if if he sees God, it's different. He'll believe. But right now, there's evidence against it and there's evidence for it so he's agnostic and you know that's where that part comes in at but i'm not going to tell but when it comes down to someone walking up to me and saying hey i just seen a little green alien walk up to me and turn around and show me his butthole and he farted in my face and now i'm seeing stars <laughs> like okay dude i don't what do i say <laughs> yeah what do i say well what do, what do i do with that information <laughs> go rinse your eyes out <laughs> i mean yeah. wash them thoroughly go, with water <laughs> maybe go see a doctor yeah Go see what they can do for this. Like your your eyes are starting to turn red. I think you got some pink eye. You got some alien pink eye. <laughs> you know, he farted in your face. 
like i what do you say to somebody about something like that you know yeah i think like, that's probably like how i handle a lot of the like obviously you could joke with them right because it's always fun to do that but like i would never discount someone's personal experience like with what matt experienced what lone bear experienced what you've experienced you know i would never say like it didn't happen to you but, i would believe it happened to you right i just i'm trying to figure out how to understand it did you know like i'm trying to get there too you know yeah and if nothing else a good conversation yeah. and that's what's lacking in today's world we've said it several times just good conversation hmm. um <clears throat> what else was i gonna say real quick um because we we've talked about it on our uh um urban legends episode and on our uh paranormal episode if if a million people uh, the, a great quote my brother jamie told my mom this quote one time but now it's at eight billion so i'm going to change the quote a little bit <laughs> if 0.1 percent of or if 99.9 percent .9 of the world think you're ugly there's still 0.1 percent that find you attractive and that's eight million people 0.1 percent is eight million people so like I've said before on this podcast, if 0.1% of the population has said they've seen Bigfoot or a Yeti or a mountain man, whatever they call them over in the East Coast, how do you discredit 8 million people? That's a giant fucking number. I mean, you could live the rest of your life technically on $8 million. How would you discredit 8 million people that say they've seen Bigfoot? How do you discredit 0.1% of the population that have seen a ghost? Eight million people have seen a ghost. How do you discredit that? If 1% have seen him, that's 80 million people. You know what I'm saying? How do you discredit that? Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, I, I would uh, say that would be the ad populum, just because something's very popular. Like you say, 8 billion people, let's say 100% people think the sky is green. Just because a large portion, like a big number, thinks that doesn't make it right. That would just be that yeah, fallacy. But we're, but we're talking of 0.1% of 8 billion people. That's right. 8 million people. Yeah, so if 8 million people thought, if 8 million people thought that this room was blue, that would just be 8 million wrong people. That would just be a, a fallacy of like the ad populum thing. You know, just because a lot of people think something's right doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it fact. Doesn't make it true. Yeah. It sounds like you're talking about things that are that are a little bit more based in fact and and things that are visibly like you well, can see it and believe it. I mean, you're looking right at it. So, I mean, he, we're talking talking about more like the ghost stories. Right. Only some some people have had experiences like that. So, and that's not like a documented, oh, yeah, these are these are real. Yeah, so like if like the we were talking about 9/11 earlier like those those people if they were motivated through their religion if they thought that they were going to um be with like the 77 virgins or whatever like i i don't really know too much about um, but just remember all the virgins aren't women right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like if they died believing that and it's like they were <laughs> they were thinking it was true it doesn't make it true even though if like say that there was like 44 of those planes and they were all seeking out to destroy something under that thought 
just because they thought it doesn't make it right, you know? It's just like a, just because a large number of some someone like sees a thing doesn't make it true. It could be like multiple different things. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But now you're getting to the point where what you believe would make someone wrong. That's what I'm getting. So like if 8 million people have seen a ghost, hmm. how do you discredit them? So the way you discredit them, 8 million people and saying, <laughs> I don't believe in ghosts, so they can't be real. So 8 million people are wrong. And you just said a little bit before that was that you try not to judge people by what they believe. And you're just like, I want to understand it and this, this, and this. Yeah. But now with what you just said, I feel like you're just discrediting 8 million people because of the, what do you call it? The population. It's thing. a populum fallacy. Populum fallacy. But it's like, you're trying to navigate through how you, how you can discern if something is true and something is false. So when you're trying to navigate those waters to see if it's false or true, you can't go off of like a number okay. just because it's I a big, big number doesn't right. mean it is like true or false. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so I still stick by like what I said previously. I, I would never discredit. Okay. So, but it's just like, just because a lot, a lot of people believe it, it wouldn't necessarily make it true or false. Well, let, let's just say, okay, let's say. 20% of 8 billion people believe in ghosts, believe in spirits, 20%. Mm -hmm. I don't know that's even a bigger number. Right. But that's what 1.75 billion people right. or something like that. So if you take that number, 1.75 billion people believe in ghosts, if you even discredited 0. 0.75 or 750 million people, you have a billion people that have seen ghosts and they tell you they have seen ghosts. Right. All I'm saying is I, I understand numbers and, you know, populum, uh, belief, all that stuff, you know, whatever. Right. But, um, how do you discredit a billion people? How, how can you say, how, how can, how could somebody say what I'm getting at is how could somebody say ghosts aren't real when a billion people have said they've seen a ghost? Instead of looking at it that way, if a billion people said they believe in ghosts i would more be interested in like dude let's look at these ghosts you know like let's look more at these stories let's and that's listen where to these people right and but that's a lot where your belief structures come in at too because you have to believe it to see it you have to see it to believe it right or you want to see these ghosts you want to know what they're talking about because you want to factually validate their stories you could also listen to these stories all the personal experiences the testimonies people like you, had you could you could you could sit there and listen to them what if, that's I mean, what i but, did but what if them what if one of them was saying like um this is getting way off the topic <laughs> <laughs> i love it what, what, if, what if somebody says well i've seen a ghost and you're like really tell me the story well mm -hmm. i was laying in bed and i was facing my wife and things got really cold in my room and i could t i could see my breath it was crazy and all of a sudden i felt a finger in my butthole and I turned around really quick and nobody was there. Like, that's my ghost story. Yeah. I he, mean. He didn't see a ghost. Somebody molested you. He felt yeah. the ghost. Yeah. <laughs> it was a doctor. Ta-da. Yeah. Freaking <laughs> scary movie it a, situation. It was a proctologist. Where, where Ta-da. Where should I put my pants? Yeah, over there on the chair next to mine. That's not what you <laughs> want to hear. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking funny. You know, uh, speaking of jokes, yesterday when the doctor come out, 
and told us about Ethan, and he said he had a bunch of junk in his wrist and told him to knock it off, you know. Mm -hmm. So I said, hey, I got I got a joke for you real quick. I said, so I went and got a physical a couple months ago, and the doctor told me, he says, Jake, you have got to quit masturbating. And the doctor looks at me, and he goes, why? I said, because he was trying to give me a physical, <laughs> and he started fucking laughing. He's like, I'm using that. That's so oh, that's funny. funny. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit, that was great. So I, got a, I got a side note. You mentioned the, what is that, seven, how many virgins? 70, 77 72, or something 70, i don't know it, it's 72 I that's their that's their 72 okay. 72 yep. versions is their is their thing of what is it heaven or, or whatever yeah something like yeah. that that's too many virgins that's too many that's i don't want to teach them how to that's too <laughs> yeah. much, that's too much work <laughs> right i don't want virgins it'd be fun for about 72 times and <laughs> after that they're all attached <laughs> yeah I mean, fuck that i would want some women with some experience who but it's know, know what they're doing but it's funnier to say they're not all women <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some of them are gonna be dudes <laughs> they're just virgins oh that's God. so wrong any other conspiracies you want to talk about real quick man before we get out of here shit um we've been in here for we're probably pushing three hours uh -huh. three hours and three minutes yeah we're getting up there it's gonna be a long show but what? this has been a such a fun freaking episode man yeah, Any, anything yeah. else you want to share with us that you yeah. want to let us know about the, the Native American got, culture got, real quick or hours. anything? Um, yeah, I just have to say, you know, if, if you got Native American in you, you know, honor that. You know, that's it's a big thing. You know, it's, it's rare. Good. You know, a lot of Native Americans are dying out now. You know, a lot of people are starting to forget their own culture. You know, it's it's good to remember. You know, um, honor the ones that aren't here. You know, all the ones that are here, you know, and just uh, live life to the fullest, pretty yeah. much. You know, that's that's, all, that's all I got to say to people, you know. I mean, live life every day, you know. That's good. I mean, just think of, like, if you want to lay in bed all day, you know, that's one day in your life you're never going to get back. You know, you just laid in bed all day that day. Yep. You know, that's, that's one thing. You guys talk about New Year's resolutions. You know, mine is to get out and be in the moment more. Like, I, I could be out there delivering, you know, and one day I'll – I'll just stop in the middle of the road. You know, I'll be out there in the dirt road, and I'll just I'll look around in the field. You know, I'll look around at whatever water or whatever is there, you know, just like I'm here in this moment right now and no one else, you know. And I think a lot of people forget about that kind of stuff. Take it all in. Literally, because that's all we get. Yep. You know, it is. That is all we get. Yeah. It reminds me of a story real quick. It's kind of a funny story. We were flying to Vegas uh, this summer, uh, me and Matt and – my brother Josh and my boy Ethan and his son Ethan, and we're flying over Utah and Colorado and stuff. And we look down, and I was like, "Hey Matt, you see that lake out there?" And he's like, "I bet there's fish in there." <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time we're flying across there and shit, these beautiful formations, and we're looking for little lakes and like, I bet there's fish in there. We got big into fishing this summer, but yeah. it's a funny story because like, I'm a big fan of the first time I go somewhere, which I didn't do when I went to Vegas, but when I go somewhere. I like to drive it the first time there and back because you miss so much when you're in the air and I'd want to see it all on the way there. There's so many little things and so much little culture that you miss when you're in the air that you don't get to drive through these little towns and see these statues they built of people or the murals on the walls or just the little mom pa shops or eat at the best restaurants in the world yeah and little country restaurants and shit you know yeah. or like places like like the cosmos in south dakota like you know never been like, there but yeah yeah like 
you know, like there's a shelf that points down, you know, it's like angled down, but you could put a ball on it. It'll like roll up. The oh, thing. Yeah. no, I have been there. It's oh, on yeah. a Keystone, right? It's yeah. Right before yeah. Uh, Mount Rushmore. Yeah. See, like stuff like that, you know, I mean, it's like <clears throat> the towns I got like the weird rocks or, you know, like the weird trees or something like that. You know, it's, yeah, no, people need to start taking in that moment instead of just on their phones, you Staring, know, I just, yep. yeah, literally, you know. Yep. Like you said, put it down, be in the moment, have a good conversation, you know, live life. because That's what's lacking in this world. Yeah, literally, because, you know, we only have a matter of minutes or years left. You know, we never know when the end's going to be. You never know. Blink yeah. of an eye. Yeah. It can change. It can change in an instance. And I do agree with you. Uh, yeah, be in the moment. Yeah. Live, live life. You know, you live life one day at a time and have as many experiences as you can in that day, you know. And just be here, be present, be present, be present. Um, that's why, you know, they say like, uh, what's the, uh, what's that? <laughs> what are you laughing about? Every time you say present, I always think of when you uh, say uh, present. You oh, know? Well, yeah. Present. <laughs> present, yeah. coach. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what's that? What's that saying? Uh, yes, yesterday, yesterday is history. Tomorrow's, Tomorrow's a, mystery, a mystery, but today's a gift. That's why that's they why call, they it, call the present, it the present, right? Yeah. yeah so, uh, Josh, thanks for being on here with us, man. Yeah, heck thanks. yeah. Thanks we for having me. Thanks for coming again. You, brother. Yeah. Uh, Jacob, thank you very much for yeah. coming on here with us, man. Yeah. Uh, I feel enlightened to want to learn more about the Native American history and yeah. culture, all of them, all other? the tribes, all the uh, nations. I would love to learn more about all of them and experience some of it. And especially with you, you know, yeah. uh, I appreciate your invite to the powwow uh, this summer. If all four of us go, I Heck mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. I, I there's mean, some, there's 100% go there with you and experience and share that with you. And I'm glad that we make you feel comfortable enough that you would invite us to that. Yeah. And I appreciate that, man. And thank you for being here with us. Thanks for enlightening us and our listeners to the native American culture and give us a little insight and, Maybe it'll make people want to learn more about it. And like you said, uh, keep keep the history of the Native American culture going, especially if you have Native blood in you. Yeah. And uh, keep it alive and strong. Yeah. Like so, honor that, too, because, you know, our ancestors back then, they didn't get that. You know, I mean, we got forced into residential schools. Yep. forced to. That's why I'm growing my hair up, <clears throat> you know, because a lot of my ancestors back then got their hair cut, you know. And, yeah, yep. That's where a lot of our power comes through, is through our hair. And now it's time to bring it back, man. Yeah. And uh, let's keep the culture strong. Let's uh, support. Let let's let's just support cultures, support them all. Yeah. You know, especially Native American cultures. Don't let it die on us. Let it let us uh, keep it strong and keep it valid in everyone's minds and our history. You know, as you know. What do, what do they say? You can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. So hopefully the eggs were already broken and the omelet's delicious. You know, let's keep it going that way and uh, let's let's uh, make it part of our histories to never forget all the stuff that's happened and all the things to come, you know, and be present in the moment. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. So. Is there any other questions since we we're talking about native culture? Is there anybody have any other questions Well, as we wrap up? I did. You, you set off air like uh, not the skinwalker, but there was like little spirits that like dwell with like under rocks. And oh, stuff. yeah. What were little, those called again? Little people. Little people. So they're almost like the same folklore, like gnomes 
and stuff like but that. But that's what and you guys, that's what skinwalkers are to you guys, right? Something, yeah, it could be something like that. It could yeah. be anything that takes over anything virtually, like a, like a shapeshifter. Shapeshifters, you know, are like skinwalkers too. You know, they're virtually almost the same thing. And, um, yeah, we believe in those a lot, you know, especially like if you're out by yourself, you know, and you got like a deer that's walking up on you or, you know, acting strange and, you know. And, no, I, I do believe in a lot of that stuff, you know. Especially out here, you don't got nothing, you know, it's all open land and there's a lot of weird stuff out here. I mean, the one driver yesterday, I've, I can't think of his name, but um, yeah, he said he's seen something in the weeds looking at him, you know. Oof. Yeah, and I was like, oh, you know, especially if you're doing a route like down by the river, that's where a lot of mythical things live. From my understanding, you know, I've always told stay away from that river and water because that's where the little people live and all the bad spirits, you know, that's where mm. they... That's where they stay. So maybe you won't be going fishing with us. Mm -hmm. No, I will. Like in yeah. the day. We fished out on the in river the in the boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. just watch out. At just night. at night. Now yeah. we down there by the river. Yeah, just at night. I was up north one time out by, I was, I stopped to take a piss next to an old rundown house. And there was a face in one of the windows staring at me. Yeah. And it kind of gave me the chills. So I hurried up. And when I was turning around, I get back in the truck. A fucking giant owl come flying out of the window. His face was up there looking around at me. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Scared yeah. the fuck out of me, yeah. man. I think they say uh, owls are bad luck, I think is what I was told. But I was also told that owls do what eagles do at night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what do they do at night? A hunt. Hunt, that's yeah. all. Yeah, basically the apex predator of uh, Well, the, the sun was not all the way down yet. Yeah. But, yeah, no. <clears throat> Any other questions? i got i got one what do you how do you what do you think of the i guess we could say the reparations the government has tried to make towards the native people um i mean they they did force them onto reservations but there have been some of them have been able to get money and funding and yeah that's and help unless we do you like, think do you think that's help that's helped or or it's been a detriment to native people um kind of both yeah a lot of people abuse that like a lot of people get money from the government like recently there was a housing fort peck housing which is part of the tribe mm -hmm. so they got money from the government to help native americans pay my bills like i got approved for stuff to pay like my mdu my rent mm -hmm. um a lot of people took advantage of that and actually brought in like um private contractors to do their stuff which is was wasn't on a contract at all so i'd, I'd say a lot of embezzling does happen within every reservation i mean natives joke about it all the time there was a post um early december my tribe can embezzle more than your tribe does oh <laughs> yeah yeah and it's crazy i mean um i do say we do benefit from a lot you know i mean i love my 150 dollars a year you know that's what i get you know, that's what everybody gets um no i do feel the government owes us a lot you know a lot of broken treaties a lot of broken promises were broken you know um we weren't the people they portray us out to be we yep. aren't savages we had our own religion we had our own way of doing things you know and they just went and turned that around on us and all of a sudden we're the bad guys you know we have that blame put on us you know right well some kind of uh kind of uh yeah. echoes the blame put on us yeah and the way we're made out to be yeah. as far as the white man you know uh 
we're made out to be devils and mean people because of what my ancestors did. You know, I wasn't part of it. You yeah. Know? So it kind of echoes that, you know, like, yeah. <clears throat> but then again, my ancestors are the one that gave you that stereotype. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, we're a bunch of assholes, man. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Listen, I'm a dick. I'm a line, a big line of long dicks. <laughs> I'm a long line of dicks. <laughs> like that's, that's just what we are, I yeah. guess. Huh? Yeah, I know. Just sitting here, and I'm pretty sure you guys would be like, "Oh, this dude's not a savage," or you not know, what? Yeah, you not know? at all. Yeah, uh, you're you're actually you're you're a very interesting person, you know, because like I've never really sat down and learned about Native American culture. And I'm really happy that you were willing to sit down with us and let us parade you with questions like yeah. this. And you were comfortable sharing your culture with us. And it's from what I've learned from you, it's such a beautiful culture. And, you know, with with the, the names that are so unique to certain people and the way you get them and the way the history is and what you believe in and the rituals you guys do still, you know, and the meaning behind them and stuff. It's such a beautiful culture. And I wish... I, I hope that everyone gets a chance, you know, like to experience it, like go to a powwow or yeah. go to um, one of the other dance things. I don't know what they're called. Um, um, Sundance. Yeah. The other Sundance stuff. Uh, go experience it, see it and see it played out and just just uh, take in the passion of the performance because there's there's so much love and goodwill and passion in the um uh what would you call them? in the uh rituals so I, I think it's a beautiful culture man thank you for coming in and telling us about it letting us know you know as much as you could about it and hopefully we asked a lot of good questions yeah hopefully we kept it you know i know we got off the tracks a lot <laughs> yeah that's, that's just that's, what we that's do that's what we do man it yeah. makes it more interesting but uh i think it was a good conversation i learned i definitely learned a lot about the native american culture and um i'm glad you came on here with us and shared it man yeah. so no no i really can't wait to take you guys to powwow because there's i can't wait there's to go, different man. kinds of dance categories and all this you know they do like specials and like veteran specials where people who've gotten home on leave and like you're dancing out there in uniform and you know, it's gonna it, be fun man. it's beautiful i'm you excited said, you said you were trying to get your regalia and your stuff together to dance what did what dances do you like to do northern traditional northern traditional northern traditional which is one of the oldest in um native american history cool you know um there's southern traditional and there's northern traditional it's almost virtually the there's same there's all kinds of different dances yeah. too there's so many different ones yeah there's uh grass you know there's fancy yeah the fancy dance. Yeah. that's cool yeah there's um you could do like hayoka which is like a certain type of medicine man you know they have them mm -hmm. at powwows and once the hayoka comes you have to stop what you're doing and you know and they have this big old ceremony out in the powwow you know i mean the drums can't stop singing unless these hayokas leave the area hmm. you know it's a it's kind of a big thing That's cool, you know it, it's That's beautiful cool. though i mean just being there <clears throat> and like just hearing the drum you know hearing the bells like something inside you like just wants to make you like cry or you know like this is freaking absolutely beautiful you know because right. it is i mean i've shown people like even videos and stuff like i have to go to a powwow like something just something inside me just tells me like i need to go to that you know because right. it's you have to experience it man yeah it's, it's i can't whole, wait it's, it's really cool it's yeah. a lot of fun i mean i guess part part a way to explain i mean it's i mean we were just saying that 
he's not savage, but it's something primitive. It's something that connects you to your feels like it can connect you to your yeah. roots. Yeah. It's just something natural that just connects you to a, it's like a your kind of an essence of humanity. It just takes you back to to just just pure nature. Is kind of what I would what I would describe. Yeah. Right. There's a there's a definitely a real purity about it about watching the dances and I never got up the courage to learn any. My sister was all in. Right. Well, it's cool. dude, listen, it sounds amazing. I can't yeah. wait to go see it. I can't wait to experience it. Thank you for coming on. Josh, thanks for being here with us. Thanks for Thank having you, me, guys. Um, so, like Jacob said, uh, be present. Put down your phones. Have a conversation. Learn about different cultures. Learn about their history. And uh, for opinions and buttholes. Everyone's got one. I'm Jake. I'm Matt. Be kind to everyone. Peace.